0: Howdy gamers, this is just a warning. The Dub Talk podcast contains language that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Also, please be aware that spoilers for any anime may potentially occur, so please be careful going into the episode if it is covering a series you haven't finished yet. And lastly, the views and opinions expressed herein are those of the participants themselves and do not reflect those of DubTalk as a whole. And of course, let us not forget that teabagging is extremely unprofessional and you should not do that in the gaming scene. You have been warned. Hello everybody, and welcome back to Dub Talk, the show where we talk about the latest and greatest in anime dubs, and sometimes dub classics when we feel like it. Uh, this is a show where we go in-depth and we talk about some of the, the greatest shows, the most recent shows. Uh, today we're talking about uh, an interesting show that just came out. It's called Gamers. It's, it's about gamers. But before we talk about that, I am joined by my fellow
1: hi everybody my
0: my fellow partners in crime um so uh we are joined by megan how's it going megan
1: i need a nap i've been up since (laughs) 5 (laughs) 30 it's your own fault you worked i had to work
0: we are also joined by our mom chan resident mom chan lilac how's it going
2: Pretty good! I've been on an editing spree on my day off today! <laughs> God damn, I'm almost done editing the episode that's going up, uh, at least recording this this week, and all I have left is a disclaimer. Dear God, <laughs> please send help. I need sanity in my own life.
0: And we are also joined by our wonderful, wonderful ghost host, Gigi. How's it going, Gigi?
3: I drank too much box wine yesterday... So now I'm, like, definitely still hungover. <laughs> and when I mean yesterday, I really mean Saturday. But let she doesn't know her days anymore. I mean, it's ladies night. What do you expect?
2: She doesn't know her days anymore. It's ladies night, everyone. It's ladies
3: night. Get your box
0: wine out.
2: Oh, but, <laughs> but, but. Motherfucker, who's hosting this? Who are you?
0: And for the first time hosting this wonderful, wonderful podcast, I am your resident best girl, Zenith Will Rule. How's it going, everybody? Uh, This is my first time hosting the show, and it's on ladies' night, so this is a perfect example of, of a show where I can talk about a bunch of different things, because this is... This is gamers. I uh, I I do a bunch of gaming shows, and I am a girl. So this this is perfect. Wait you say? a second, what? girls
1: what? don't play what? games on the internet. What? I don't like games. Shut up. Why do you think
2: I was see? Why do you think I was seeing if you were interested in hosting? There's,
0: you,
2: you understand my logic in asking if you wanted to host Ladies Night? this There is logic the in
0: what you say. <laughs> You're always you, here wait for wait the a second. Boys. You just come. For the boys. Oh,
3: oh, oh, fuck oh! me. Who are you, Andrew? We're not even five yeah. minutes in. We're already with a singer.
0: This is not a show <laughs> where
3: you need a poncho, ladies and gentlemen. This is like the strangest <laughs> ladies' night show we've ever done, but there is a reason. For it. Yeah,
2: there is a reason for it. So Zenith, um, for if, I, if for those you may not know uh, what Gamers is can you explain to us uh, what the summary of the show would
0: be gamers is a show about a group of ragtag people um, some of whom are in a gaming club and it stars this person named Car Nintendo and uh, for for some reason it's a Nintendo reference um, but yeah so Car Nintendo is is the president and host of the game club and what she wants to do is, Recruit as many people that she deems worthy to the game club as possible. And so she goes and talks to this random person who's buying video games and says, Hey, I want you to join the game club. And he turns her down. And the entire show is about her trying to recruit him for the game club. But then there's a bunch of different uh, romantic intertwining plots between different characters in the show. It turns into School Rumble. Um, from And the gaming club ends up not being that important. But that is Gamers in a Nutshell. It's about a bunch of different random gamers who play different kinds of games. And there is a bunch of different gaming references involved. But at the end of the day, it's not really about the gaming aspect as much as these guys want to all do each other. And... <laughs> and, and there's a love to- <laughs> I want Here's you to do
2: thing.
1: me do <laughs> me
2: I have I have two things to say regardless this one I didn't realize
1: the Carintendo Nintendo
2: connection
3: I yeah I <laughs> will <laughs> find it Nintendo then, connection and then the lovers <laughs> oh my god the dreamers and me don't
1: dreamers, you soil Kermit me. the frog's name like that you hussy no. you're a whore he's no. already the a mean
2: leave him alone <laughs> the second thing is despite the show like you thinking being centered around a gaming club it's very misleading yes because we've only seen the gaming club I think at least just twice
0: yeah we and don't see them at the that much
2: re- yeah at the time recording this episode um seven episodes of the dub are out with the eighth one coming out in a few hours and recording this on a Monday um <laughs> And, yeah, it's very misleading. But I swear to God, these characters bug me because they don't fucking communicate with each other. These are
0: the See, the thing is, this is a classic comedy of errors. And you know what? A, a comedy of errors can work because I love, you know, the importance of being earnest or, or stuff right. like that where um, misunderstandings happen. But these are misunderstandings based on the stupidest... Uh, examples and granted some of them do work some of them do work and the first few episodes I was just like okay I was laughing I was having fun and when they do bring out um, the actual deeper elements of the show and talking about the characters backstories that works because it's emotional and gripping but the thing is the show relies so heavily on these misunderstandings to where if if the characters had just asked, had just, instead of assuming something, they had just asked, they would have found out, like, so often because one character thinks that another character is dating another character because of their interactions, simply because they're holding hands or because they're leaning over someone's shoulder to look at something on their phone. And... I'm sorry. I'm the sorry. guy dressed
1: like a guy supposed to be another guy, <laughs>
2: pretty much actually.
0: Like I'm sorry, but Dear some of these God. things you you can't misconstrue. Like I look over someone's shoulder at, at their cell phone. I'm looking to see what they're looking at. I'm not. It, it's probably that, titties. Creepers. You know,
2: probably titties. Gonna <laughs> stop being titties. a creep. I mean, <laughs> stop <laughs> looking at my phone. No, but that that phone. happens
0: in the show where. <laughs> you know what's on there. Anyway,
2: we're, we're, we're not. We're not here to trash and rag on the show because, admittedly, it is a pretty decent show. It's not too shabby. Uh, but we're here to talk about the dub. Yes, we are. So we are here to talk
0: about the dub. Um, finally, bri- briefly, I just want to say uh, the show isn't all that bad, and there are some problems that I do have. We'll talk about later. But overall, I thought. There are parts that really, really do work, and they relate to the dub. Segway, segway, segway. Um, Let's go. <laughs> now, um, the, the thing that we have to note for this is that we do not have predictions. Now, <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, because pretty much what happened is... We saw the casting announcement for this show, <laughs> and we basically called dibs on calling it a lady. And pissed off half the, the guys. Knowing. We pissed off half the guys. I'm sorry. I'm, only- I'm not. Fuck you.
3: Cl- I'm only in this. There for are two the cast. reasons
2: I think. Yeah, I think there's only two big reasons why we wanted to take this show, and one of them is the director. Yeah. Honestly,
1: <laughs>
0: admittedly, yes. Um, One of so them is I'm not gonna. Wang I'm gonna, talking about a
3: big reason. Oh. GG!
1: what? GG! we're not there we're not, yet. Fuck. Come on.
0: Down. No jumping the gun. No jumping the Edit gun. me out. But any anyway, um, <laughs> uh, the the thing is, I never usually have predictions myself. Not because, for me, it's it's personally a thing of I look at a character and I I don't see. Um, who can voice this I think of what I expect the character to sound like and I'm just I'm not the kind of person who's very good at putting uh, like, I'm not a casting director okay if that makes sense like I'm not a—I'm not a person who looks at something and immediately says oh my god Patrick Seitz would be perfect as this but um, th- these guys are <laughs> you got—you guys do better than me
2: <laughs> I just go based of I've watched too much anime in my life or I can peg where people might possibly go, or where I see people. You can peg others. a guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shut up. But
3: anyway,
0: uh,
2: anyway, um, we should really get the ball going. So where are we starting?
0: We're we're gonna start with uh the uh, ADR and the scriptwriter because those two um are the crux of the of the show in in a lot of ways. Um. So for. ADR we have Kristen Maguire and for scriptwriter we have Patrick Seitz now if you haven't uh if you haven't heard of Patrick Seitz um you know it's not some random person you thought it would be some random person but it was Dio okay (laughs) you you need to Dio with it okay
3: oh
1: Uh, I got that reference
0: um but yeah uh these two are our, um, ADR and scriptwriter, respectively, and, um, now, Lilac, I don't know too too much about Chris McGuire. Do you know anything else that she has, uh, done?
2: I do! I, pull, I have pulled up a while you were chatting, so I got everyone in line in case you need it. So, Kristen McGuire previously has actually been the assistant director for Eld Live as well as Day. Yay! Gamers Gamers is actually her first full-fledged directing position. Get it, girl! And as for, as for Patrick Seitz, in terms of script writing work, he has written a lot of scripts. Um, you've probably seen him writ- write scripts for series such as Dead Man Wonderland, uh, Guilty Crown, Monster as well as your line. April. I
1: was like, why are you so bringing up Patrick Sait's like, writing bad anime? I'm
2: just Guilty picking word. out things as I like, go. Shut <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: um, so we have a relatively new ADR and we have a veteran script writer now um, I'm gonna state a couple thoughts before I give it off to you guys and then uh, okay. then we go move on. but uh, first of all, I have to say that the thing the saving grace of this show for the most part is this script. Patrick Sites did a brilliant job with this script and I think what really works is that he, it doesn't take itself seriously. At all, And some of these lines, you can tell were changed for the dub. Like, uh, there's a line in the first episode where they're talking about why they game. And one of the characters states that I play puzzle games because it's the only link to um, my forgotten past.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. That line made me cry laughing at, like, 2 in the morning. (laughs) That was
2: just, like, out of nowhere. (laughs) And this is
0: a character that barely appears later on. So, so they can get away with this because it doesn't relate to the main plot. And I'm just like, a lot of these things are so brilliantly done by the script that I'm just like, you know what? Even if it's not my favorite show, I had to keep watching because the script was so funny. Uh, well, Megan, what what are your thoughts on, on this? Uh, on, on Patrick Seitz and Chris McGuire. <laughs>
1: Well, um, I trust Patrick Seitz to be a good writer by this point. Um, he's been doing it for a really long time and I don't think I've ever found something that he's written that I genuinely don't enjoy. Um, I will say I do want to give really big props to Kristen McGuire, though, because she is working on a show that could easily become very unlikable in the English version, if not handled very correctly. And I know, um, especially because I've been running the Funimation Discord as one of the moderators, uh, people get upset when the gamer's dub isn't out on time. Like, vehemently upset. Um, I,
2: I realized that there was a delay, because isn't gamers supposed to be Thursdays or something? Yeah,
1: to which I think a lot of them, for their patience, like Pippan, like, Pippen, Pipan's my boy. Pipan was, like, the nicest, most patient little guy ever. Um, I know you're an adult, Pipan, but you're you're really good and so are you, Got, and all the other guys. Bitcher, you know who you are and you don't even watch this because you think you're better than us, you piece of shit. Um. Nice. Wow. But I like that Krista McGuire took, um, a big chance on some of the actors in this. Uh, especially who the lead role is compared to mm. their work in other shows or other people who could have easily been slotted into that type, that character archetype. Um, I think that she's really earned her keep, Kristen, and I'll have a lot to say. She also did direct one of my other favorite she assistant directed one of my other favorite shows from the year so far, one I like more than gamers, just less than Akka, and she knows that we're recording that tomorrow. Um, uh,
2: yes. She,
1: she knows we're recording Tsukigakure. Um, oh, yeah. But she was all for it. She's like, Tsukigakure, you cried for Tsukigakure. I'm like, I did not do cry I, do for Tsukigakure. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. anyway. Um, I, I There's a lot of really nice things I could say, and I was instantly drawn to do this episode because she was directing it, and I really wanted mm-hmm. to praise her, because she's also a script writer, too. She's yeah. script written for other things like Interview with Monster Girls, which was a dub that had really strong writing and really good use of um, terminology that was not just buzzwords and randomness, For the sake of a laugh where it actually meant something to the context of the scene. And I think that's something that she and Patrick really synergized on. So I really hope that I see Krista McGuire directing more things. And I'd like to see her direct something that, while Gamers has really grown in popularity, when the season started I think it was more of an under the radar thing. I think a lot of people expected shows like Restaurant to Another World and stuff to be bigger than this. So, um, I hope to see more out of her is what I'm saying, except for I'm very long winded and awful.
0: Um, Lilac, what, what, what are your thoughts on this?
2: I have to agree with, um, your thoughts on Kristen. Cause being a first time director probably isn't easy. And she did get opportunities before this as an assistant ADR under, um, because El Live and Tsukigakure, both of those were Sunny Straight shows. So she did get to learn from Sunny in terms of ADR directing. And, you, and it shows here. Because um, she managed to put together a rather strong cast. Especially with the majority of the main characters being already well-known established actors in their own right. And then at least two out of the five are still relatively new. And taking a risk, especially on... Who plays our lead character Keita, That that's a big risk, and it's one that was worth it, I think. Um, when we talk about Kaita, we'll, I'll probably express a bit more about that. My concern, though, is a little bit on the writing. I have to slightly disagree on parts of uh, some of the opinions in terms of the writing, because my pet peeve and something that I always have issues with. Is if some of the script is going to date the show with some of its terminology and slang that you usually see nowadays so when you hear things like noob and teabagging and all this kind of stuff that is a concern to me that kind of concerns me and I know and I know Patrick Seitz is a very strong writer he's written a lot of things that are phenomenal but it's always that concern in the back of my mind is like is some of this slang and terminology going to date the show in the long run you know what i mean it's it's a like an ultimate otaku teacher situation it's i always have to bring that example up because that's the most prominent one i can think of
1: well i would think a, um i would think a good comparison especially in this season because um, of its terminology and use is compare I know I haven't watched the show but I believe Gigi has watched this show is look at the terminology use on a show like my first girlfriend is a gal oh god bless that show where there's a lot I, of
2: I wouldn't know I wouldn't know either there's that. a
1: lot of pop it. culture references and hate it. slang and they they kind of, I think, at least in the last episode, even people who like it felt they crossed the line. And I don't feel like it's crossed the line in gamers and makes it a little bit more endearing because... I mean,
2: to be fair, a lot of it is like gaming references. I can appreciate that because it's gaming terminology. My concern is is that later on down the line, well, if well- that gaming terminology changes, someone comes back to this show and is like, what the hell is teabagging? What is all this stuff you're talking about? I, That's the concern
1: in my head. You know what I
0: mean. Here's the thing, though.
1: Gigi's <laughs> laughing her ass off when I say he, the words. He, tea please bag. Don't I, say here's the, I feel like Gigi anymore. would be that girl.
0: Here's the thing, though. As someone who regularly games and has for a very long time, these mm-hmm. terms have been around for like ages, and these are things that right. people use regularly that that see prominence in and, and don't see uh, a. I don't see them going away anytime soon. And even if it does date it slightly for some things, I I think the difference between this and say something like ultimate otaku teacher is that it it dates it in a good way in that it it represents the period accurately, but it doesn't date it so much that I can't look back on it fondly. And I think I think the thing is Maybe I'm a little bit biased because I I use those term th- those terms and and I I see this do, in do regular tea- use. Do
1: you
2: do you to People on a daily basis, Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, but I I, I have had it done cheating. to me. Uh, but but that's where the thing, were like, you
1: when you last got your tea bag? Fuck you! <laughs> I,
0: I I don't see this it's stuff going away anytime bad. soon because like when i started gaming and in when when big like popular gaming terminology came about uh like I, I this stuff has stuck around for a while and i think they're generalizing enough it's not specific enough that it that it's really egregious you know what i'm saying like I- they have a call of duty reference in episode 1 but they don't call it call of duty it's just a generic first person shooter and E- right. Even when first-person shooters grow out of prominence,
1: ever you can still teabag a motherfucker. Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> you you can always teabag a motherfucker.
3: Wait a minute! You can wait also a minute! Wait a minute! A wait 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 Arena Max, is there another definition what? to teabag than the teabag that I'm thinking of? What is the teabag you're thinking of? Um, X-rated. Oh, is it when you put your balls in someone's
1: forehead? Thanks, thanks. Yes, that. that's exactly what we're talking about.
0: Well, the, in, in gaming terminology, gaming? uh, it, it, in gaming terminology, what happens is when you kill someone in a first person shooter, you go up to them the and head. then you crouch down and then stand up and crouch down and stand up to represent a virtual teabagging. Oh, it, it's yeah. a disrespect move.
1: Do- so essentially, essentially yes, you are doing the X-rated move, but you just don't see the X-rated part because you're an armor. And usually when you're doing it, someone comes and shoots you because you're a dumbass.
3: I shouldn't be on this episode. <laughs> should. I shouldn't be on this episode. <laughs> we're going to teach you things tonight. One
2: for Kristen and two for the person who plays Kato.
3: You're staying I Anyway,
0: know. Gigi, what what are your thoughts on uh, ADR and uh, the, uh, the script writing, as it were? <laughs>
3: well, sorry, Mom, we're going to have to agree to disagree because I'm on Team Zenith, and I think the script is hysterical. Like, oh. you know, I love... Oh, yeah,
0: high five.
3: High five, virtual high I five. I didn't say it
2: wasn't. It's. I know. I didn't say it wasn't hysterical because I I like it. I'm just concerned about the future but I, and
3: if the show will have a longevity. I they love, don't say
0: plebe, I'm okay.
3: I love pop culture, okay, Mimi, Jokey, <laughs> Dubs. Those are my favorite kind because, you know, I love Tatum dubs and 90% of them do that all the time. Um, oh. So I loved it. I love that they say FML. Um, and I don't play video games, obviously. I mean, the only video game I play is Street Fighter 2 and Mystic Messenger. By the way, <laughs> I am the Street Fighter 2 champion of 2017. Fight me, Hardy. Only when
1: drunk,
2: apparently, though. Shh,
3: I was totally drunk when drunk, apparently. Though. Totally sober. Um, but I I no loved <laughs> I love that I could understand most of the references. Apparently, not teabagging. Um, because I don't play video games, but I still <laughs> I still got most of them. And one of the things I loved was when somebody said "f my class," and I was like, I was fucking dying. So that was good.
0: The, good that was when I sites. fell in love with the dub. Was that 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 moment? Like when he said "f my class," I'm like, yes, okay, like, this yes. is good.
3: To- <laughs> f my f my class. I mean, I'm in class. <laughs> 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 I thought that was so funny. But I. <laughs> I, like, I like the pop culture references and the memes i'd rather it date it than to have it be boring and to have it be so tied down okay. to the japanese that i could just be reading dub titles and okay. i'd be fine um but Kristen mcguire hey girl hey apparently we had the same hair at one point i don't i don't know but it's very cool because i used to have the pink stripe in my hair too um I loved her directing, and especially her casting. I thought her casting choices were super spot on. Um, I love the mix of veteran actors and newer talents. Um, And I love the interplay between all the characters, because um, here's my thing about gamers, and I'm going to talk about it later. Y'all can ship who you want to ship you think that guy goes with this girl or this girl goes with that guy or that guy goes with that guy. You can do that mm-hmm. in gamers because of the way how everyone speaks so passionately towards each other um, because there's some people that I don't buy with a 10 foot pole but then there's this ship my ship that is sailing which we'll talk about later. Um, I-, I We'll, do we'll talk like. about
0: that. those ships. We'll talk
3: about the ships later. I'm on a boat so chasing ships. buoys. So many. Um, But I can can understand how some of it can be a little confusing um, just because in the Japanese, like I watched a couple episodes in the Japanese too, um, it's very straightforward what the characters say and who they're saying it to and how it wouldn't be as construed as it is in English. Um, I don't care though, because I love the shippy crap and I'm gonna ship who I wanna ship. So thank you, Kristen McGuire. Two thumbs up, welcome to Ladies Night, I'll buy you a box of wine. Um, <laughs> she expects
0: it
1: already.
0: <laughs> for my final thoughts on them as as ADR and script writer, I think what really works is the casting here. And as I stated Absolutely. before, um, I'm not a cast director for a reason. Um, I, I I prefer to be behind the microphone. I prefer to be the one uh, saying different things in different voices, as you might know from my shows. But um, this is all perfect casting. I'll, there's a lot of reunions here because I'm seeing a lot of stuff from Nozaki kun I'm seeing a lot of stuff from uh, from shows that I've I've um, I've watched.
2: I love how you say Nozaki kun is no, no, none of these actors. Wait, wait, wait a second! Really
0: I'm I'm confusing this with food, with Food Wars. Please cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I do have to uh, applaud her because she does such a good job of putting people in roles that that simply work work for the characters. And as we go down the line, you'll see you'll definitely see more of uh, veterans. But there's a lot of new faces and um as i was looking at certain ones i'm like okay i really like you in this role i really like you in this role you're perfect in this role and i follow you on twitter now and you're fantastic <laughs> it'll get to you uh it just i
2: feel like i know who you're talking about actually yeah
0: the, the one that called out <laughs> andrew
3: talk- uh, oh <laughs> um but
0: anyway Everybody we'll get to those in andrew. a second that's
3: like an ongoing thing
0: that's
1: like a thing now. Um, yeah. Thanks, Kristen, for calling out Andrew. You made my night. Thank you. Hashtag make Andrew suffer 2017.
0: But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Kristen McGuire, I think you did a great job in, 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 in getting this together. And for, as for Patrick Seitz, I'm the script, I was laughing. Like, e- even at points where I didn't like the show itself, like around episode three and four, I was kind of iffy. Um, mostly because I didn't like the direction the show was going, not the dub, but the show. But the dub kept me watching because it was, like, it kept being funny And around episode 5. I was like, okay, it's back to where I'm like, the show is getting better, but the dub is still fantastic. And that's, that's a testament to not only the script, but the cast in general. And I think this is a nice segue. I think we should talk about the cast and uh, yes. so Where are we starting? we're starting with the minor characters because um, there there are people that don't really uh, they don't really come around as much, and that's the game club, which is kind of a problem since the show. And
1: the show is very misleading.
0: The show is very <laughs> misleading <laughs> it's be because like if, frag
3: frag and it's <laughs> not if all you if like you read the frag. description,
0: if you read the description that it has on the Funimation website, and I'm gonna read this for you. Uh, no, Keita Amino has always preferred the company of games over people, leading a rather lonely life. But at school, he finds himself in the gaming club, where every day is more interesting than the games they play. With beautiful club president Karintendo, testy Chiaki Hoshinomori, and the guy who claims to have it all together, Uehara Tasuku, things are sure to get a little chaotic. Nowhere in this does it say that the game club isn't important. It says that. He finds himself in the gaming club, which is a lie.
2: And apparently, like, two of those characters you've mentioned, namely Chiaki and Tasku, they are not in the gaming club as well. <laughs>
0: yes, so that's that's the it's misleading. It's so
2: misleading! Um,
0: but, yeah, ah, so...
2: I, I, I don't think that's Funimation's fault. That's more probably on the Japanese. Th- that
0: thing. was probably the yeah, Japanese mandate to put it like that. But anyway, probably. um, so the the people in the minor characters in the gaming club that we're going to briefly discuss, first of all, we have Nina Oisu as uh, who is Dawn Bennett, we have Gakto Kase, uh, who's played by Alejandro Saab, hey, and boo. Eichi Misumi as Howard Wang. Ooh. That's one uh, that, that's that's our, our gaming club. Now um, the interesting thing about these characters um, is that like I actually really, really like these characters in general and I kind of wish we saw more of them. Um, Nina Oisu is the fighting game expert. Gakto Kase is the um, is the first person shooter expert and uh, I believe Misumi is the puzzle game expert.
2: Yes, and he's the one who states that he plays puzzle games because that's he has his no connection, connection to, to his
1: past. past.
0: And uh, <laughs> apparently Nina Oisu uh, wants to get better at fighting games to defeat uh, someone who betrayed her clan or something like that. They, they make something else ridiculous there, too.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. So do you know what other roles these three individuals have done, my dear?
0: Um, well, I know Alejandro Saab was... I'm
2: testing your knowledge. Alejandro Saab was
0: in the Royal Tudor. I know that. That
2: is correct. He is Leonhard. Yes,
0: that is is Leonhard. Leonhard. Alejandro Saab is my boy, okay?
1: (laughs) Do you want to fight? What else has he done, though? Come
0: on. (laughs) (laughs) He
1: number six now. He was in Kiss Him, Not Me. Um, Megan, don't help her.
0: And and that's that's, uh, unfortunately as far back as my memory goes. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, so a couple other roles Alejandro has done. He's Tamatsu Denki Guy in Akibas Trip the Animation. Uh, you did say that he was in Royal Tutor. He's also in. Let's see. He is also Igarashi from Kiss Him Not Me, yeah. as well as
1: Second Best Boy, Best Boy, he,
2: he, as well as. Um, what's another one? He's also.
1: Damn he's, it! He's in He's also in the Dan lead Baca. to as a gal.
2: Oh yes, he's Uno from Numbaka, my bad.
1: Whoops! How dare we forget that? How dare
2: we forget Uno! A shame. Boy. Gonna Dishonor,
0: punch in Dishonor on basketball. Basketball. No. Dishonor
1: on your cow.
2: <laughs> uh, Zenith, do you know any roles that Dawn has been in?
0: Um, I recognize the name, but I don't recognize uh, where I, I recognize it from, Let's unfortunately.
1: See. Fro Fro remembers Re- She's Frosh from Fairy Tale.
0: She's oh, Ritsuka I, I, in Dance I with never, Devils. I, I don't. She's,
1: oh, she's best exceed seed. Fuck you, fight me. That's
0: I don't know if I've gone that far see. because I. She's
1: in Grand Magic Games.
2: Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. She is. She is Kiriko Shikashima from Ultimate Otaku Teacher. Uh, she's also Ah from Showai Rock as well as, where's the name, Ritsuka Tachibana from Dance with Devils. Okay, so yeah. I
0: recognize the name. From Ultimate Otako Teacher, but back at Mostly, back know. at Ultimate Otako Teacher, that was my first episode. I didn't know anybody, yeah. so yeah.
2: You're nerd. Yeah, and I'm not even gonna ask because you probably have never heard of Howard Wang before,
0: right? No, no, I haven't heard the name.
2: Okay, so Howard Wang, he actually doesn't have too many credits under his belt. He's still going. He's still growing, um, but he's Hitoshi uh, Sugoroku from Nanbaka. He's also in Sugamomo, as well as Yori on Ice. It's
1: Guang Hong. He's the, he's the little Chinese kid who has the freaking, like, James Bond rip-off movie song as his free skate, and it's ball-
0: Anyway, anyway, guys. Um. So, how do we feel about these three minor characters? Um, I'm going to start with uh, Mom-chan. Uh, what do you think?
2: <laughs> they exist. <laughs> That's really it. Don Bennett
0: says um, nothing.
2: I- I mean, they. I. I'm gonna correct myself a tiny bit. Alejandro and Don exist. <laughs> Howard Wang has a little bit more to do than the two of them, and I think he's pretty adorable as Misumi, because uh, he's this nice guy, not really shy, but he can be kind of quiet. But he's rather straightforward at the same time too, and he does kind of become a bit more of a supportive figure for uh, mostly tendo because um basically yes because um, i was watching episode six and seven before we recorded this and he was like why don't you just instead of an automated answer that you give all the time just be open and straight up say how you feel like lead with your heart so he's very he's very he gets to be kind of more of an insightful character and he's rather adorable Dawn is really quiet, so there's not a lot that she gets to do. Yeah,
0: she doesn't say much. In fact, she no. she doesn't speak until, like, maybe the the second or third episode, and it's, like, a line, and then she's not there very much. Like, in the first yeah. episode, she's there, and her only role is to give a, a gaming controller to the main character. She doesn't say anything.
2: Yep. Yeah. So there's not a lot to work off of for Dawn, and it's hard to really judge it. Alejandro basically is those asshole gamers you would see online in a first-person shooter, and is a douchebag. But <laughs> but it works. But it's so good. <laughs> it works. That's the scary part.
0: No, but the the thing is, like when the the moment he like pushes back his glasses and says like Let's mm. do this," like yep. I love the voice that he uses for his character. And it,
2: he sounds kind of cocky and a bit of a douchebag, but it really works.
0: He's a charming douchebag, and that's the thing. Oh,
2: he's not fucking charming. I don't like that character at all. Oh, I
0: love him. I. Th- that's the thing. Like he, he never, <laughs> oh, no. he, he never comes across as too much of an asshole until they really start playing. But here's the thing: I know people like this that get really, really intense when they game. But when when he's not gaming, I I think Gakto does a good job of showing. <laughs> Another side, but that that's just me.
2: There's still not exactly enough for them to really do though, but there's not enough yeah, like, for any of them. There's to not do. enough to really judge them on. Yeah. The only big thing I know is that Howard Wang is adorable, Don is quiet as shit, and Alejandro plays a motherfucking douchebag gamer. But, but I <laughs> and can... apparently it's Gigi's best boy again. I
0: can relate to him though, because I have been that guy who sees somebody jumping up and down looking outside the walls when you're trying to play goddamn first person shooter. Get on the damn point. Get on you the damn point. Your, you you, had, one job. you, had,
3: you one had one job, Amino, and it was just shit. You had one job. You had one job.
0: <laughs> so I can relate to that even though I'm not a competitive gamer. I can relate to it. Oh
2: god. <laughs> Still yeah. I-
0: Overall, there's not really much
1: for
2: them to
0: really judge on. So. Yeah, they, there's but not real, enough. But they are good. They're pretty good. Uh, Megan, you, I'm sorry. Uh, what, what do you think?
1: Um, Howard Wang was really cute, and I'm really sad that he's not in more shows this season because he's ador- yeah. he's got a really adorable voice. And I know he, he was is. a lead in Sugamomo, but... Sugamomo um, was terrible. Oh, he was a lead in Sugamomo? Yes. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, wait till yeah, I talk Sugumomo about him. You're going to hear right.
3: something in a second.
1: Um, oh no. so I wish he was, I wish he was in this more cause I really enjoy the character. I can't really say anything about Don and Alejandro other than what you guys have already said. So I'm going to make this quick cause I don't want to drag on the argument. So yeah.
0: All right. And, uh, what do you think, Gigi? Uh, we're going to go through these guys quick because, uh, yeah, they're very minor.
3: Well, Don Bennett said nothing. So I'm sorry. My, my best girl. I don't, I, you need more lines and stuff. Just saying. Um. So I'm here to talk about Howard Wang, really. Before I before we get to what the main event is, I'm here Please to talk, talk about, about your Wang. <laughs> I'm here to talk about Howard Wang because it's so funny. Because like Jamal made me watch the first episode of Sugamo, and I, the first few words out of his mouth, I was like, "Who is this boy? He can read me the phone book." And then I looked at the credits and it was Howard Wang. And I was like, I need to stalk him and figure out what else he's doing because I need to hear more stuff from him. Because of course it's you. It's me. So I have to like track you down like a fucking pit bull or something. Um, But I really (laughs) thought that- This (laughs) is worldwide. I really thought that his character was kind of like a more chill Amano. Like, I just thought that his voice is so smooth and he's such a cutie pie in this. Like, seriously, Howard Wang has, like, the smoothest voice I've ever heard in a long-ass time. And I just, like, I wish he got to say more because it is just adorable and smooth. And I think, like, I could see if maybe he, he were to play a mono if the script were more towards the japanese instead of what it is now however i'm glad he is who he is let's stay there um i love you howard wang thanks for thanks for being you um now we're going to talk about alejandro saab who has moved up on my reverse harem if you haven't watched the vlogs to number six congratulations on your promotion oh lord um he is so mean you kicked in this. out
2: justin pate how could i you? didn't
3: kick out justin pate i just dropped him down a notch So Justin Tate is at number (laughs) seven and Alejandro's at number six. He will probably make it up to number five because my number five hasn't done anything in a really long time. Um, But um, he's so mean in this. And like, I've never really heard him like this before. And it just it made my life kind of because we all know. Gigi loves asshole characters um but here's the thing with this yep. is that again i cocked blacked myself with my inability to read because i thought this was clifford chapin's character <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> and i was Very like hilarious. i had to read the fucking press release again and i was like what and then I rewatched the first episode and I was like a fucked up guy. It still doesn't sound like Alon but I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna run with it and I'm gonna hate my life for a good twenty minutes. I'm gonna let it teabag me. <laughs> Save that for the game
0: room. Save that for the game room. Save that for the game room,
1: Megan. Come on now. Um, is that is that where you like to get dirty? <sighs>
3: oh whoa. Whoa. I'm done. I mean, but you've I got suck- a joystick right there.
0: And I'm done. anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, But bless you, Alejandro
3: uh, Saab, for making different voices because I think, pe- like, he really needs more credit because, like, he is doing so well with his leading man status now, and then he's also like doing all these different character voices on the side. So I'm really glad that he's moving on up in the Funimation world. So good on you, boo. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I like these three. They don't get enough to do. Sorry, Dawn. You, you really don't get a lot of lines. Um, I really liked Howard Why? Wang, but I think Alejandro Saab was a standout out of these three because from the moment he opened his mouth, I thought it fit perfectly with the character. And, uh, you know, I, I liked him. I, I felt the connection. Like, it was from one gamer bro to another. I understood. Um, it, it was a good job. Moving on, moving on, um, next we have one of the more prominent female characters, one who I loved from the instant that she appeared on screen, we're talking about Chiaki Hoshinomori, uh, who is played... By Marissa Lenti. Now, happy
1: birthday, Marissa Lenti!
0: Happy birthday! Hello, HBD. And uh, I'm gonna let you guys we recorded
1: this on her birthday.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna let you guys uh, go first because uh, I I have a couple things that I want to say. Uh, very, very positive things. But uh, let, let's start with you, Gigi. What, what did you think?
1: Well, hold, who the hold fuck Marissa Lenti play? Uh, About
0: to but, say.
2: Do you do you have any knowledge of R- Lenti roles, my
0: dear? This, this is the character who uh, I only. Uh, no, character. This this is the <laughs> <laughs> characters. Yes, it's okay. Um, this is the voice actor that I only just started following on Twitter, so I'm not very familiar. Oh, okay, okay. With I thought
2: you were talking about someone Mar- else. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were talking about Cliff No, no I, okay. I'm not
0: very familiar with Marissa Lenti's work, but as soon as I started watching the show and tweeting okay. about the character, um, I, I, I started following her on, on Twitter. And, uh, so, yeah. so
2: Okay, so for a few other roles that Marissa Lenti has done, uh, she, is, she is Momoko, the warden in Nanbaka. Basically And me. the cat. And the cat. And the cat. She's also uh, Kartia Goldschmidt in Rio Rainbow Gate. She's Elsa Logner in Attack on Titan Junior High, as well as, cause I we're probably not gonna be covering this one anytime soon. Kohaku in In Another World with My sm- She's
1: literally a tiny talking tiger. What? Huh? That's what Kohaku is. It's a talking tiger. That sounds adorable, and I'm like, I like. I only to watch want the, show, to just the, for the that. show from Marissa playing a talking white tiger because it's the fucking. Haku is the the fucking cutest thing ever.
2: I mean, the only other reason I would watch the show is because I think Tia's directing it. (laughs) I think that's the only other reason I would watch it. And I think Alondra's the assistant director, too. Uh, Wait, what show
3: is this? In
2: Another World with with My my Smartphone. smartphone. I haven't
3: watched that yet, but if... Okay, yeah, I'll watch it for the time. I haven't either.
2: either. Basically, it's, like, stored on online, like... It's another light novel,
1: awful trash show.
2: Yes, but... Tia is directing it and I believe Alejandro's the assistant director on
1: it.
3: Oh wow.
2: If I recall correctly.
3: What's up, senpai? So that's
2: where Tia is this season directing wise. Oh, oh. Hakuken, so, uh,
0: so yeah, so yeah, those are so,
2: so as Zenith was saying. Those are all
0: shows <laughs> that I haven't seen, which is why the name uh why why Marisolenti hasn't popped into my feed yet.
2: Go watch Nanbaka. Yes. I, I, do yeah,
0: it. I haven't seen Nambaka. I'm she's sorry. A, okay,
2: she's a do it. She is amazing. She
3: basically um, plays my life in nonbaka.
0: But yeah, Gigi, what what do you think of Chi? But yeah, Gigi, what do you think of Chiaki in this role?
3: Um, Chiaki, sorry, Boo wasn't exactly my favorite character, but that's just because around the time that she got introduced was around the time I started losing interest in the show. Um, but I really like it when her edge comes that out. Helped. And I think when she gains more confidence, like, I loved that. Like, I thought um, her, she was super cute in it. Um, and I think she has the most fun when she's arguing with Amano, which is great. Um <laughs> Because I was, like, I literally, I think I missed something. Because I was like, why don't they get along? I thought he was trying to date her. Like, liter- literally, you could tell this is when I started, like, losing interest in the show. But I was just like, okay, well, if they're going to hate each other, then they're doing a really good job. So, bravo, Marissa Valenti. I love her a lot. And I think she did great in this role. So, A++++. plus
0: All right, Megan, what do you think?
3: Um... I think that Murasolenti
1: does a really good job playing Chiaki, and I like that she sounds very distinct from the other two girls in the show. Um, yes. Sometimes when you get a show with a lot of girls and romantic stuff, some of them tend to sound very similar to each other. And I like that Chiaki's voice seemed a little bit more deeper than the other two girls because a is like up here. Nintendo is, like, right here, and Chiaki is kind of more down here. Like, I don't know if I got a really good pitch range and changing in how the girls talk, but I like when Chiaki gets really, really angry, because Amano is an idiot, and how dare he like Moe! Moe is, like, the cancer (laughs) on society, and I fucking fucking feel you, girl. Like...
0: I feel you, too.
1: Fuck this Moe-ass bullshit sometimes. But... I really enjoy that Marissa, I think, feels a kinship with the character too, mm-hmm. which is something really nice when you get a show, um, especially with Marissa's work with Death Battle, because she is the voice director and she's put together a lot of that, like how Chiaki puts together her independent project, because Death Battle yeah. is an independent project made from love, and I think that it's really great that that gets expressed. I feel like she can find some kinship in there and I think that Kristen did a really good job casting her too as more of this lead character because Marissa Lenti has been in fairly popular shows like Nambaka, but Nambaka's main character is the Four Numbers and she's the talking tiger, not one of the fuckable girls in In my in Another World with My smartphone. and then um, I forget what the other show you said was
2: uh, I said Rio Rainbow
1: Gate. I've never seen Rio Rainbow Gate, because I'm not sure. Neither Jamal. have I. Um, Neither have I. But, I feel like... Sh- no. Probably. Um, it's not okay. porn. It's not Juden Chan. Not super porn, but, everybody. like, porn. It's etchy. It's etchy. She's, she's, it's a etchy. A character in,
2: she's a character in Cager too, if that helps
1: you. I haven't watched Kaju, either. I, I don't hate myself. I didn't know you haven't watched it. I haven't seen it, either. Uh, but I, I think that... Marissa Linty really gets Chiaki down, and I like that Chiaki uh, has a bit of a deeper or a lower register voice for a girl because I like that in a lot of female characters lately where they're not all really high pitched or even medium pitched where they're super girly because there are girls with uh, lower registered voices. So, yeah.
0: All right, Mom Chan, what do you think?
1: I would have to
2: agree. It's a very nice touch with the different kinds of pitches we see our three female leads take on between Agiri, uh, Karin, and Chiaki. And I think Marissa is probably the perfect person to play this role because the nerd out moments and the arguments she has with Keita are probably some of my favorite moments with her because I may not be much of a gamer. But I understand the whole debate and the whole fan base kind of thing because I am a big anime fan and otaku and I get into those arguments in a different way. So it's very it's so much fun to see her just go completely full nerd at times and have those arguments about how moe is such a cancer on the on the world and all this other fun stuff and I, lo- I, I just really love the performance. It's not one of my favorites but I did get a lot of enjoyment out of it because she did get to be that nerd. she did have she did have a lower register voice compared to some of the other characters and it kind of makes her stand out even more which is really nice. And I'm just happy in general that Marissa gets to act, gets to do a lot more stuff now because like looking at credits on A&N, she hasn't done a lot. But she's slowly been growing and getting more roles, which is awesome. And I, I props to you, birthday girl. I hope I hope you get to do a lot more things, and you just keep going from here. So that's all I have to say.
0: Um, I have to give props to Kristen McGuire here. First of all, Kristen, uh, I want to say you did a, a really great job casting this show. I didn't doubt you for a second. That's a, a sh- call-out to something that happened earlier. Your, your call-out to uh, Andrew on Twitter. That was hilarious.
3: <laughs>
0: the, Cr- Kristen's another one who I just started following on Twitter uh, because of this show. And, uh, yeah, you did an amazing job casting this because <coughs> Chiaki, I think, is perfectly cast as Marissa Lenti. Um, I don't know what it is with me and Chiaki in anime.
2: Because this is another Chiaki who's a gamer.
0: Yes, this is yeah. a second. God damn this it. is a second <laughs> Chiaki that, that's gamer who I loved from the instant I saw her design, but even more so, like I love her character in general. Uh, but Marissa Lenti does such a great job with it, and she has a lot of different layers to voice because it's not just the normal, just low-pitched, uh, you know, reserved gamer. She also has to be shy and reserved, but she also has to be passionate and being able to talk to Amino, like, with, with vervent fervor. Like, she talks, like, on end, like, on, for hours with him throughout the, the first couple episodes of the show, and then she also has to hate his guts, like, an episode later, so it's, it's, it's very different vocal ranges that all reside within that lower-pitched voice, and she does it perfectly. She is my my favorite voiced character in the show. I think Marissa Lenti is, is my standout. Um, I mean, you guys may not agree, but uh, Marissa Lenti, you did an amazing job, and I hope you do uh, more roles in the future because, goddamn, I think you did a great job. Uh, next, we are going to move on to the uh, to another uh, leading lady who is a,
1: oh sweet baby G
2: who is a little
0: bit more cotton candy, a little bit Uh-oh. more uh,
1: kill me now,
0: more higher pitched. <laughs> uh, we have uh oh, more sugar uh, a Guri who is played by Tia Ballard. Now, Tia Ballard has been in a lot of roles. Um, Lilac, I'm not gonna try to try to list them off. Can can you please do <laughs> do the honors because there's, there's a lot that Tia Ballard has done.
2: Tia, Tia has done a lot, but a few notable ones and some that might kinda be relevant in terms to gamers. She was Nanako aka Sete from Neto J and you thought there was never a girl online. Wait, what? She she she's sete. Which one
1: was that again? Uh the
2: the uh, pink haired breeder chick that was online. Oh, okay. Uh, she was also, let me see here. She's also Aligura from Blubble Cave Battlefront. She is Takeo from Defrag. Takeo.
3: Defrag. Uh,
2: and what's another good one that she's- well, yeah. Let me just say it because I'm gonna, I'm gonna take
1: over for you. Rinko Yamato, who yes. is basically yes. what this sounds like, but angrier.
3: Oh, my yeah, God, go girl. Yamato from uh,
2: My Love Story.
3: Yes, wait till we compare and contrast. Okay. okay. Oh, Lord.
1: Uh, first of all, one, it's Aligula, not Aligura. Um, Lig- my bad. It's Aligula, thank you. How my dare you bitch. insult my lady. Um, I'm sorry. It's been a while
2: since I've watched the show, okay?
1: Hmm. How dare you insult Aligula. Sorry, I cannot do a Tia Ballard impression for the life of me. But, um, no- I- she, out of the main group, is probably my least favorite voice. Not because Tia's a bad actress, because it's far from it. I think she hits, um, Aguri's zany, shitty antics, because frankly, I think, as as funny as all this is, um, I think that uh, Aguri's being kind of a bit of a shitty girlfriend right now, because ladies, instead of Going around behind back. You can have male friends and stuff, but uh, don't get jealous of your man if she's hanging with another if he's hanging with another girl sometimes, because you're allowed to have friends regardless of their gender identity. Um, second, my biggest problem is that she literally sounds exactly like Rinko Yamato at points. Like, if I was somebody who as especially because I came off watching my love story very close to when I watched gamers. She is just in- she is a Rinko Yamato that gets to express more emotions but not 100% in a good way. I think the casting is really good choice because I don't think I could have found another person to play- to play Agri at such a loud capacity because Agri needs to be over the top and have no fucking chill as a character. But I also wish that she put a little bit of difference in it from Rinko Yamato because they do sound almost identical at times.
3: I think it's really funny that you say that because I think they're completely different. And that's what I wrote down. Rinko, super cute little girl, not annoying. This girl, a girl, what's her name? Aguri, super annoying. Yeah, Like I just when
1: That's yeah. what I mean. She's like I she reminds me the tone sounds a lot like Rinko Yamato. It's not I'm not saying their personalities are the same. It's right. the tone of voice. I
0: think, I think for m- I I think for me the the major problem is there's two different things that That Aguri is... It has to be. Aguri definitely has to be this loud, obnoxious, annoying, cutesy character. And I think Tia pulls that off perfectly. The problem is when we get to the backstory in episode 2. And...
3: I don't think that's necessarily a problem. Like... I think because we know after episode two that Aguri is putting on all this stuff just to be super cute for her boyfriend, you know, to get the guy. And because Mm. we know that she's putting on this act, I can buy it more and I believe it more that the, the super cutesy voice can be super annoying because she's doing it on purpose. Like because we Yeah, know, I, that's I can not understand really that. It's not really her. That's not who she really is. She's doing it for an act. And now, like, if I go up to somebody and I decide to put on my, you know, super cute flirty voice, which Lilac likes to call me all the time. Well, not all the time. Just she knows when I'm doing it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She can tell. I just
2: know when you do it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: She can tell when I'm doing um, it. So, like, that comes off. It can either come off, like annoying because i'm putting it on or it can come off however it wants to come off to the person who's hearing it you know what i'm saying um but when you compare and contrast like rinko to this girl why i liked rinko so much was because she was so pure and why this girl is annoying not tia is annoying i think she's acting very well i just think the voice is annoying because we know that's not her like she's hiding something
0: it,
2: I mean yeah that makes that does make some
0: sense that's honestly not my problem like I love the backstory I love the whole like I think episode 2 is like one of the best made episodes in general simply because of what it does with two of the main cast but right. I can agree with that but I think my problem is the way tia voices the past version of the character it's you know, I I love the character in general, but I'm so used to hearing that cutesy voice, and we see the other side, and I just, like... It, it's it's weird because the cutesy voice almost sounds more natural for the character. And it shouldn't because of the backstory, but for some reason, uh, I just got across that, like, I loved the voice up until we saw the backstory, and the backstory is fantastic. It's just... I. Don't feel that the voice that she gives for the character during the backstory is as natural sounding. And this is oh, the
1: thing is that see. Tia can naturally sound very sweet and very soft spoken. I mean, watch Soccer Request, her character there sounds very natural, and she's a very, well, you know, like kind of softer spoken girl.
2: Mm
0: hmm. Do, do you guys see what I'm saying here? Uh, yeah.
3: I understand what you're saying, but I completely like, disagree like- with you.
0: Okay. That That's That's perfectly fine.
2: Yeah. like I see I see all sides of this discussion I'm kind of just jumping in here at this moment because my thing is I'm not a fan of the voice but I don't know why hmm it's like it's annoying for me it's like
0: thinking emoji well,
2: yeah because <laughs> it it works for the character and the personality but it's like I just something don't doesn't like inf- it. Yeah, something doesn't sit well with me. I'm not saying that Tia's performance is bad because she does good with it. I'm just like, why do I not like this as much?
1: And I was gonna say, it's, 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 do you feel it's, like me with like Toru and Dragon Maid, where I know Sarah have did a really good job as Toru and Dragon Maid, well, I just didn't I ha- really I, like it. One- one, I haven't seen Dragon Meg, so
2: I cannot agree on anything. Cause I no, but I'm the...
1: saying you've seen the episode, and my opinion was, I was just like, I just don't like it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually didn't haven't like really... it at that I point.
2: Actually, I, I, I actually just didn't see that episode of the podcast, my bad. But it's okay. Um, no, one of my early thoughts, and I was trying to process this, because I'm just sitting there watching it, and I'm like, why does this not so well with me? And here's a really strange thought that occurred in my head. And I wrote this down, where are you? Uh why do I feel like I don't like Tia's character and performance? Too old? Which is weird to say. That was the really? first thought I had. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, because I, I don't know why I'm not a fan of this this much. Maybe it's just the character itself that bugs me. And of course, because of those character limitations, that means Tia has to go in a certain direction with it, and maybe that's not why I, I really like it that much. I think... That's what I kind of think it is. It might be just the character limitations and how her characters develop that I have an issue with this performance. More the voice, not the performance itself because Tia is still amazing. But it's like I don't know why I'm not really a fan of this one. I can can certainly say
0: that I don't think I
2: kind of think it is. I
0: I can certainly say that the the voice, that the performance in general isn't Tia's best. I honestly, I unfortunately think this is one of the weaker performances of the show, not because of Tia. I think part of it is the character, and I think part of it is that we see this, this backstory, and then afterwards, it's completely gone from, from that point onwards. And I feel like if they were going to do that, they should have kept that backstory till like near the end, because then we wouldn't be constantly thinking about the past version of her. I don't know. Part of it is the show. Part of it is the character.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to the character themselves. That's why I probably don't like the performance that much. And just the limitations of that character. I'm like,
0: uh... Uh, Aguri is just annoying sometimes because there are obvious things that she's like... She freaks out over everything. Everything.
2: Again... Again, these characters are dumb as a b- bag of rocks sometimes. And Algiri is one of those who is like he's cheating on me. Bitch, no, she's no, he's not. <laughs> Just because
0: they're in the Don't same room.
1: Talk to
2: him. He's
0: Just he's in a club room with three other people, one of which is a oh guy, God. and and you start thinking this. Now, I think a funny misunderstanding is when Chiaki thinks that the two characters are having a gay moment that's funny
2: <laughs> that was a good one that was a good when a guri looks in a room full anime. of
0: three people and then that's all the whole she, anime yeah but when a guri looks in a room and sees three people two of which she she thinks are automatically dating because they're talking it's just girl did you did you lose some brain cells when you bleach your hair yes
2: no, no. Who was it? It was one of us four who was like, "I just want to see." That was me. Uh, Tosku and Kate. It was you. I was like, "I just want to see those guys get together, just make out."
0: <laughs> we'll
3: get to it. We'll get to the I ship. The, the ship that's, that's sailing. What? We'll get to the ship that's sailing. But I do want to say that I really love Aguri's <laughs> relationship with Amano. I think when the two of them are talking, it is her Tia at her best. Yes. Like, I think when the two of them interact with each other, that's the real, that's the real Aguri. And that I don't find is annoying. But the Aguri that's with what's-his-fuck-the-boyfriend and the Aguri that's in the past, I I just, you put them together and it's an annoying character. But I feel that that's why Tia's making the voice be so not pleasant to listen to i i don't know i i really like what she's doing with it because i see where her acting is going i just personally you you know me how i have weird things with with characters and voices sometimes but um i yeah i really like I what mean, she's uh, doing yeah, acting I, I wise it just i don't like it this character, or the voice that's coming out of her mouth,
0: I can't agree with that. When she's with Amano, she she does uh, a, a like a yeah. very natural job. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our three lead characters. Starting
2: fucking boyfriend.
0: Starting, of course, with Tasuku Uehara, also known as clueless, clueless motherfucker. Uh, no,
2: no. No, no, not Um, clueless motherfucker, the fucking troll of the century.
0: Yes, because he's pitting (laughs) everyone against (laughs) each other, and I love it so much. Um,
2: Yes, so he plots so much shit. It's great. Um, Sorry,
0: but yeah, this this guy Tatsuku is voiced by Clifford Chapin. Um, Cliff, my man, I've seen you do some really, really good dubs in the past. You did not disappoint, but. But uh yes, Clifford Chapin has been in a few other things. Lila, can you enlighten the rest of them as to uh, who 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 best boy Austin Tyndall no I no, no, just kidding.
1: Oh, no! <laughs> Whoa! Who,
0: who, Whoa. <laughs> who, who who Clifford it's Cliff Chapin your is. Sis-
1: Cliff, Chapin. Cliff, if you're listening to this episode... He plays Trashugo, worst <laughs> character in My Hero Academia, you, a total you fucking shut loser, your loser whole mouth. who's you shut not your as good up. as Daphne. Shut up, Megan. Shut, shut your whore mouth Megan. before I kill you.
2: Shut your whore mouth.
1: Bakugo is best boy. Bakugo, Fuck off. Bakugo takes off, boy. it up the ass. <sighs> okay.
3: <I'm> crying. <laughs> breathe.
0: Breathe. But yeah, but, but yeah, what else does uh, Clifford Chapin play? Because Cliff... Cliff is a longtime are, are friend you, of, of the show. We love sure? you, Cliff. First we joke because we love you. He plays, he plays
1: the guy are in Attack hot? on Titan stop. whose mom stop. raises the roof, Connie Springer. <laughs> Can I just. Stop,
2: stop. I'm, I'm like, hold on. You sure you don't want to guess anything? Because Cliff has been around for a while, and I feel like you would have heard him somewhere.
0: Uh, I, I have heard him, like, block. in a lot of places. The problem is my brain cannot remember things.
2: Okay. I, fine. I, my, so, yeah. my, my memory. So, yeah, he's. So yeah, he's Katsuki Bakugo from My Hero Academia. He's My from Attack on Titan. He is also... Uh, da, 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 da. Where am I looking
3: at? He's the main dude in Servamp. Oh, the duck guy. Ahiru. Mahiru. He, yeah,
2: he is... um, He's Fujisaki from Noragami Arigato. Fuck that guy! Uh, he's, Ma, he's, Ma, he's, Mah, he's Mahiru in Servamp. Uh, he's Mihaya... From Snow with the red
0: hair. He's also uh, Hide in Tokyo. Cool. Okay, so <laughs> that, and that, that, that's and Yoon from yeah, One of the yeah, Dawn. He's, he's best Hide. human,
1: best human. The best human. boy you ever played was Hide, and I will fight for that.
0: Uh, yeah, Clifford Chapin as Hide is one of the best roles.
1: But we're not talking about that right now. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Anyway. Um, so so anyway. let's start off with Megan. Megan, what do you think of Cliff as the ultimate troll?
1: Well, I guess he has to practice here if he can't troll anybody in real life. Yeah,
0: he, he oh. does like to troll us in real life, doesn't he?
1: He can't he troll me everyone. if he can't see me. He trolls everyone.
0: Go, go to bed, Cliff.
1: Go <laughs> the fuck to sleep, Cliff. Go to Cliff. bed, the fuck to sleep go the fuck No, but I, uh, no, honestly, he's probably my favorite performance in the show because he gets to be very sweet and very genuine at points. But he's also a dick. Like, whenever he does the smug, oh yeah, I know I totally got this in the bag. What a bunch of noobs. Like that type of shit. I'm pretty sure that Cliff is not actually acting. That's actually just Clifford <laughs> being being himself. But I'm I'm what am I kidding? Cliff's a great guy, except for when he makes me upset about Tokyo Ghoul. I still remember that night that that morning in August with you and Tyndall, you motherfucker! Oh, no. Not- It wasn't uh, a game oh, moment. Get your heads out of the gutters. Uh, but no, one of the things I really liked was in episode two, when he realized that Augury was the girl he gave the cat stuffed animal to. And yeah. he proceeds to flip and lose his shit. He's like, oh, God! That was her! And then his reaction to nearly getting killed by Amino. Like, can we talk about the fact that Amino fucking almost Batmaned him over a highway overpass? Like, he almost threw him into the street. That's some Death Note level bullshit. That was the point
0: before. Where he came are the out. drugs going?
1: Where are the drugs Give me the drop. Where is she? Where's
2: Rachel?
0: I'm not the hero oh we deserve. I'm the hero we need right now. Oh, my
3: God.
0: Um, ta- Tasuku, like. Tasuku has some of the best moments in the show. And while I think Marissa Lenti was the standout i think i i can definitely agree that that um i can definitely agree that clifford chapin as tasuku um was simply fantastic one of my favorite roles in this dub maybe the top because he has those moments and when he's able to to really transition between this douchebag character who acts all high and mighty a lot of the time to those serious moments when he reflects on his past and when he um Re- like you said when he realizes that she was the one he gave the cat toy and he breaks down cliff oh my god my man cliff
2: yeah cuz here's oh, a key part god. with um here's a key part with Tosuke's character um i think it was like what middle school he actually used to be very nerdy and quiet Tosuke was very nerdy and quiet and he would get picked on so he decided to just change himself throw out all the nerd stuff and then just like become this cool kind of guy, cool, popular kid, and with Al- Agiri, like, him, the whole reason why he freaks out with her, like, realizing that she liked him even way back, she liked him, like, after giving her, like, the stuffed cat, he was a nerd at that point, and the fact that uh, Agiri liked him when he was a nerd scares the ever-loving shit out of him.
0: <laughs> and like he has these great freak out moments but the best freak out is when he's he goes completely like nuts to amino and it's before amino like batman's him but uh he's just like you know you, no. you think right you have it, it easy like no. He, yeah
2: <laughs> no the best freak out i saw from him i don't know if you guys saw what was it episode 6 i the
0: the i i've no, only gotten to episode five. 5
2: okay okay so of I have seen but it-
1: six, but it's been a while.
2: Okay, so Keita wants to talk to Tendo and, like, essentially, like, ask if they want to be friends or something. So what Urehara decides to do <laughs> is make this a huge fucking scene by spreading rumors about it. So that way, everybody witnesses, like, hey, that this guy actually kind of likes Tendo, he doesn't like my girlfriend... My girlfriend, I'm not cheating on my girlfriend, and I need to know if she's cheating on me or not. Again, stupid misunderstanding. (laughs) Before that happens, before that meetup happens in the classroom, here's Toscu, And it's actually a really great scene for um, Clifford, Tia, and Marissa. Because each of them are just sitting at their desks, like, going through these different scenarios in their heads of what could happen. And Cliff, in particular, just, like, loses his ever-loving mind. It does, like and laughing maniacally, like a crazy motherfucker. It's like... WHOA! I I, I didn't know he had it in him. Not only as a goddamn troll, but a maniacal little bastard. Cause my thing is, I wrote two different notes while I was watching the show. So the first one I wrote down was like... Is Cliff playing a complete dickwad? Okay, cool. He fits the cocky a-hole well. And then... I think later on in the same episode, because I think it was episode two or three, I'm like, okay, maybe Cliff isn't as much of a dickwad, dot, 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 more like a troll. And that's basically Tosaku's character in a nutshell. He's, he's a goddamn troll who's a scheming, conniving little shit. And I think that Cliff p- pulls that off very, very well. And I just love it. It's certainly one of my favorite performances of the show. Yeah. If anything, because he is that maniacal
0: bastard. Yeah, he, he's able to really do both of those things well, but I just love the deep moments that he has as a character, and yeah. I, I think he does a great job. Gigi, uh, you haven't gotten a chance to say much. What do you think of Trollman?
3: I'm on my boat right now. I have a life jacket on because
0: oh. I can't Shoot. swim. The ship Shoot. is sailing.
3: The ship is you sailing. Guys are I got my flippy floppies, yes. I'm I'm chasing dolphins in the sea because the best ship in this anime is Tosku slash Amino. The only ship in this anime is Tosku slash Amino. I like to call it Yuri on Games because that's about what this anime was to me.
0: Seriously. I fully support this ship 100%. <laughs>
3: my ship my ship is sailing ship is amazing. my <laughs> ship is sailing um I gotta give mad props again to Kristen McGuire for letting these dudes do what they want because they have the best chemistry in the entire show None of the romantic Supposed pairings Make any sense to me Because the only one That makes sense Is Amino Slash Tosku I'm writing fan fiction In my head right now Are you playing the seal music In your fucking head (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> come sail away! Come sail away! Come sail away with me! Oh god,
0: oh god. Um, why did, uh,
1: did you.? Why did I went on for like a decent part of sixes, come sail away! Damn. I'm on a boat. No, I, I can't I hear you.
0: Do 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 you. Do I do. you just I
1: can't singing hear in the background? I just couldn't do it. Do 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 do
3: do 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 do
0: anyways
3: um, so my favorite moments from tosku were the ones where he wasn't being an asshole those were my favorite ones um i just i feel the passion behind this character because i he doesn't really know who he is i think also like augury which is why i think like in the real anime, they would make a good couple. In the anime, in my head, he's banging Amino on the side. Um, but I just...
1: So, who's on top in that relationship?
3: Tasuku. No hesitation.
1: Are you no sure? hesitation. Are you really sure about that?
3: I am in, in 100% real occasions, positive.
0: They'll Batman each other.
3: Oh my god! I'm 100% positive <laughs> that this is how my ship is sailing. Um... But oh for most of it, I, 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 I can't believe
2: we're talking about it like this. I, I felt
3: like he was Bakugo light. Like once he got into that asshole mode, like I was just like, "Oh, well, it's sort of like Bakugo, but like with less growling." Um, not to say that I didn't like it because I actually like Bakugo, Megan. Um, yes, he's second best boy. Only <laughs> you're on my team. I am. I'm on team Lilac now. Well.
1: How dare you? First of all, one, you're a slut. Second of all, <laughs> I don't get paid. How dare you? I thought we were all on Team Pominari, best boy.
3: Best boy is Todoroki. I mean, he's really <laughs>
1: no best boy. Is look, Bop? okay, get best boy it. is Deku. Let's uh, best ship no
3: is Todoroki. Todoroki. Todoroki slash Bakugo girls, for best <laughs> ship. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. Imagine... oh god, are oh pretty. god, I'm
2: imagining. No, really no, no, weird no, no. I have, to, I have I have to hear. Hold on. I have to. I kind of. am curious now. Zenith, have you been watching My Hero?
0: I have only seen season one.
2: Who is your spoiler? Plenty. Plenty. Who is your best boy? I'm curious.
0: Um.
2: I have to ask.
0: Best boy is the guy with the rocket-powered boots.
1: Ida. Ida. Oh, Ida.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. Now, best girl. That's a toss-up for me because I love Pinky. But, um, oh. I, I also really, really love, um, several other girls. So, every, I mean, everyone's best no girl. There's no
2: wrong, there's, I mean, yeah, everyone's best girl. There's no wrong answer.
3: <laughs> See, They're we're all shipping, best girl. we're shipping, anyway, back, the back, gamers episode, and it's we're talking about my hero academia, anyways, back to uh, back to Cliff. <laughs> well, I was curious because we're arguing, I know, but, right? But
0: in, In terms of shipping, I ship Chiaki with uh, Amino simply because they're so cute together, but that's me. That's me.
3: I mean, just when you get... I kind of like Gigi's ship and where it's going. (laughs) When you got to the bridge, the bridge of truth, as I like to call it and you saw the two of them get in each other's faces, you can't tell me that at one point you didn't think one of them was going to pull on the tie and they were going to make out. Like, just the chemistry okay. between the Why two I of them is so good. Why a triangle
1: or a love square when you can just be polyamorous?
0: I agree with this. I agree. Because <laughs> oh, otherwise we it's couldn't have equal oppor- wars. It should be... In closing. It, it should be an equal opportunity game club, you know? <laughs>
3: Well, all that aside, uh, what are you do? What is that noise in the background? Hold on! I don't know, someone's playing
2: something in the background.
3: Damn
0: <laughs> it! God damn it, Megan! God, fucking damn it, guys! You better it, you I stop guys. Be
3: I'm to be able to do that. that like, part this, part I'm, like, like I'm gonna stop like, that before we get a copyright, copyright strike.
0: This is the best. The
2: copyright strike! Stop it! This is, best,
0: <laughs> this is the best ladies' night episode. Anyway,
2: as of now, yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> anyway, le- le- let's months? let's let's wrap up. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the next uh, characters. I think we could all agree that. I think we can all agree that Tasuku did an amazing job. Uh, Strike that, reverse it. Um, I think we can all agree that Clifford Chapin did an amazing job as oh, Tasuku. Uh,
2: motherfucking
1: troll.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, did a great job. Let's move on to um, to Carintendo, who's played by Brittany Karbowski. Yay. And I want to start us off, a- after we say some of the other roles that Brittany has been in, I want to start us off, because I have something that I want to say about this character in general. Um, I don't know too too much about Brittany Karbowski, because I believe she's a new what? name. Are
3: you joking? No. What?
0: She no. is my wife. Really? My number oh, God, one no.
3: voice actress God, wife. no oh.
2: Okay, okay. So, she has a nice resume, Zena. So, Brittany Karbowski has been in series such as Angel Beats as Yuri Nakamura. She has also- Oh, fuck.
0: Ah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) you fucked up.
0: I done fucked up. Can I start again?
3: Nope.
2: No. (laughs) No, we're going with the ship. We're taking it and running with it. She's also, um, she has also been-
0: (laughs) That's the thing, though. Yuri is my favorite character.
2: (laughs) Oh, Oh, you really fucked up, up boy, son. girl. Uh, she's also Black Star in Saliter, as well as
3: Migi U- and Parasite.
2: Migi and Parasite, correct. the main girl with the takoyaki,
3: and... taiyaki in Canon 2006. Ugu, yep, she's also my wife.
2: Trying to find something else that Zediv might know.
0: Oh. No, I, I just instantly remembered because I.
2: <laughs> she she's in monsters. When, when I was when I was initially
0: <laughs> watching this dub, I was looking up who it was, and again, I have the worst memory in the world. So I I, I immediately saw Yuri, it's and I'm okay. like, oh We're my helping god! You
2: learn. But we are helping you learn. Yes, she's, it's okay. she's Yamada, <laughs> she and he got HK.
3: <laughs>
2: yep, she's also Selena Sherlock in Trinity Seven. I thought that said Trinity Blood, and that would have been, like, way, way long ago.
1: That, that would have been but... me freaking the F out. That would have be
2: been you freaking the F out. <laughs> uh, she's also in The World God Only Knows as Kanon Naga- Naka- Nakagawa. She's
3: the okay. best girl in that.
2: She's been around for a while. She's been around in a while, for a while.
0: All right, so I have a couple things that I do want to say about this. First of all, I'm sorry, Brittany. Uh, you voiced my favorite role in Angel Beats. So, th- this is coming from a place of love. I think you're a fantastic voice actress. But I think that half of the Car Nintendo role is not to my liking. I like the initial half when we meet the character. I think she does a great job voicing that uh, that initial startup character and stuff like that. I don't like it so much when she starts freaking out. And a lot of it is like she... It's kind of like, um, a parody of, um, of that, uh, uh, what's the name of the girl from Nozaki-kun?
1: Juliet Simmons?
0: No, no, not the actress, the character.
1: Oh, Sakura? Yeah, Chio Sakura.
0: Yeah, it it almost felt like they were trying to do a parody of Chio Sakura for, for this. And I think, I think that Brittany Karbowski does a fantastic job playing this to, to start up. And then when they go, um, I I think it was episode three when they go and show how her life is starting to fall apart slowly. I really just didn't like the way she pulls these freak out moments. And it's, it's not a knock against the actress. I think she does an amazing job and I've seen Brittany do some great work. It's just, I don't think this is a perfect fit, if that makes sense.
2: I can kind of see where you're coming from with that. I mean, because I don't really ever recall Brittany Karbowski playing the pretty popular one, who's also a nerd. I don't recall her playing this type of character before. So starting out, it was very interesting to me. And admittedly, there are points where it may have come, it could have probably come across a little bit better. And I think episode three the first half with her, like, showing her daily routine and how it comes falling apart. I think that's a good example of that. hmm But she kind of starts, I think, because you haven't seen episode six or seven yet. Um, she kind of brings it back around a little bit. And because those freak out moments kind of, they're still kind of there. But they also become less and less because she's starting to learn how to open up, like, naturally, rather than just be this guarded wall with these stereotypical, like, these answers that she's trained herself to do. And, um, I think it's growing on me a lot more now. I th- uh, now that, now that, now we have, now that we have, cause spoilers for the people who haven't seen episode six and seven, Amino, instead of asking to be her friend, accidentally asks her out.
3: <laughs> oh no. And they become
2: boyfriend-girlfriend.
3: What?
0: Ah. Uh, Sid's so not here. Here's, canon. here's. Here's, it is now,
3: bitch! <laughs>
0: here's my thing. Um, I, okay. I think part of my problem lies with the character itself. And episode yeah. 5 did a lot to alleviate my problems with this character. Because episode 3 and 4, she's just pretty much stalking him and drooling 95% yeah. of the time. And I really yeah, I didn't agree like with that. that. Stuff was
2: a, I can agree that some of that part that part was like off-putting. But yeah, I think she, it's the character starting to come around a bit more. And that kind of gives Brittany a chance to kind of come back around a little bit too, because I think a good amount of that problem area was the character itself and not necessarily Brittany.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's Brittany. I, and and again, it's, it's, it's not the voice actress. I think a lot of it is the material that she had to work yeah. with. And um, again, great actress. I just didn't like, especially the start of episode three, was where I started to be like, I don't like this particular role for her because of that dynamic. Anyway, Lilac, what do you think?
2: That was me the whole time, you ding-dong.
0: <laughs> well, I know, but I didn't know if you had any more th- to say.
2: No, I mean, I basically can agree with you. It, Karin, Brittany's Karin Tendo was pretty 50-50. Like, in the beginning, I liked it. Then, like, episodes three and four where Karin's life is falling apart and she becomes, like, stalker-ish to Keita. I wasn't as much of a fan but recently kind of going back into five episodes, like going from like episodes 5 and especially in the 6 and 7 where this whole not just a misunderstanding just becomes so way out of proportion which again these characters are fucking dumb and they don't fucking talk to each other I'm sorry I'm mad about this whole thing but um
3: <laughs>
0: yeah I can agree with you there on yes, all of those they're points they're
2: so stupid but um I think Brittany's Karn is coming around a lot more now that she's trying, now that the character herself is trying to learn to kind of take her, like, bring her walls down and be a little less guarded. And just show her insecurities and her flaws and just be more open with people. And episode seven is definitely probably the highlight for me so far. Because in episode seven, um, her and Keita do actually end up going on a date together.
0: Hmm. And um, she kind
2: oh, of. I haven't kinda- seen that episode! <laughs> I said spoilers were gonna happen bitch <laughs> but um yeah you you can tell she kind of lets her walls down a little bit more with Keita especially towards the end of that episode so it's very sweet and despite some of the problems with partway through with the whole stalker situation I think Brittany is definitely coming around now that the character's actually growing in a better direction
1: do you want to go first Gigi, or have you gone? I haven't done anything I'm just sitting here Shipping. Uh, uh, I guess out. I'll go. I you're guess sh- I'll go. You're just Do- shipping Toscu and doo-doo. Shipping Toscu. Uh, no. and- uh I'm actually gonna disagree. I actually kind of like when Brittany Karbowski freaks the fuck out. <laughs> um okay. I found I found the episode about her losing her sanity to be fucking hysterical. Um like I thought it was really funny. I felt bad for her, but at the same time, I'm like, you're a bitch, but this is hilarious watching you suffer. Um because I'm a <laughs> great person Uh, but I I like that she has the princess like the princess like air to her where she's like the girl the mean girl is she's like nerdy regina george
3: um no she's not on wednesday
1: we played okay she's not mean but she's like she's got the two faces to her where like I'm the princess, princess wave at school. Ah! The fuck? And yes, that was a solid blue, that was like a solid blue bar on my audacity. I just peaked like crazy. Um, but like, I like that she freaks out and I like Brittany Krabowski as the choice for this because I like when Brittany Krabowski is to come in to do simuldubs because it's not that often and I've genuinely just enjoyed Brittany Karbowski in a lot of things. And I like that she is this, like, little kind of, like, two-faced stalker's character that has to let her guard down over, like, the white bread amongst a sea of cinnamon toast bagels. Um, but I I genuinely enjoyed it. I just, it's kind of weird because, like, how you couldn't pinpoint why you didn't like Tia, I can't 100% pinpoint, like, why I just enjoy Brittany Karbowski and her suffering um, (laughs) as Car Nintendo. Not not as a real person, but as Car Nintendo, mm-hmm. I like watching Car Nintendo suffer. Nice. I swear to God, I'm not the devil.
3: I, I swear that I've been on everyone's team at least once today because now I'm on Team Megan. Team um, Br- <laughs> Britney Brittany Karbowski, if y'all don't know, is like my number one voice actress of all time. So she's my wife. My voice actor's waifu, um, and this really sounds like OG Brittany Karbowski. Like if you go back in time to one of my favorite anime of all time, which is Yamada's First Time, aka B got H K, she played the main character in that. And this character reminds me a lot of Yamada, except for way less slutty. So (laughs) I was super happy because I was like, oh, this is kind of like a nostalgia trip for me. And I love her and I love this. Um, I did kind of think that she was a little subdued until the angst completely overwhelmed um, Karen's character. She's just she's fighting a losing battle here. And at least because I stopped at five. And in my head, because the ship has sailed, she's definitely fighting a losing battle because Amano plus Tosku equals OTP. But (laughs) but I loved episode four, the episode that was all about her. I was like, can there be more episodes just like this? Like, it got me back into the show after I kind of had written it off after episode three. And then we got to five and then I wrote it off again. Um, But... I love Brittany Karbowski. She's my favorite. I She even, like, redeemed Shattered Angels, which is one of the worst anime I've ever watched. Um, but because she was in it, I liked her in it. Um, and this is, is no different. It really reminded me of the older roles she used to voice. I mean, now she has her range is, like, insane now. Like, Miggy in Parasite, I had no clue that was her. Um what's her fuck in diabolic lovers one of the the moms no clue that that she's was her Subaru's mom. she's like the rapey mom right yeah um but like yes. there's a yes. bunch of roles that she's doing now that do not sound like this and this to me is og Brittany karbowski And I love it so much. And I'm so happy I finally got to talk about Brittany Karbowski because that was one of the other reasons why I pushed for us to do this episode. (laughs) Because I love her. So, and I'm happy that she's doing more stuff again. Like there was this whole big period where there was nothing. And now she's coming back, back with a vengeance.
0: Although I still don't see her in Toronto. I can definitely yes. agree that Brittany Karbowski is a fantastic actress, and uh, she definitely needs to do more stuff. Moving on to our final, final character of the night,
2: and probably the other reason why we wanted to take this show as our own ladies' night.
0: Yes, we have we have Kaita Amino, the nerdy main character who starts off the anime by looking at a game. That is probably pornography. It's a
3: dating it's sim. It's a dating sim. <laughs> she goes nuts at um, the end. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> but, uh, Kate to Amino is played by Brandon McKinnis.
2: woo I think this is his first official lead role, yes, first of all.
3: Yes, it is. Little baby. Uncle. So, yeah, buddy. Get it, boy. Would you guys, Yay.
0: Would you guys like to enlighten me? Because I... Don't know much about Brandon McKinnis.
1: You, oh, come you, on, you're going to, you remember. You're you going to remember. You should. You should. Remember, you're time. going to remember in two seconds. Let me, let me do it.
0: Yeah. No, no. The I, moment I, no, I you say to, it. No, no, it the, was my need. The, the moment you no, say I'm it.
2: No, I'm going to ta- tell. I'm the one doing this. Shut your face. So. Shut your face. Diegun up a three future arc.
0: Oh, is this, is this fucking, uh, the, the guy with the. The gay guy.
2: No! No! That's Ian, first of all. Uh, no. The blacksmith, Izayoi. Oh.
0: oh Izayoi
2: deserved
1: better, but was
2: a hoe. Why? why...
0: I'm sorry, Brandon. We actually met you. I I keep forgetting people. God. I am very, very Um, bad with names. I'm sorry. A couple...
1: A
2: couple others. He's also Corteo in Ninety One Days, which I get. Which again, since it's been a while, if I had finished Ninety One Days when we did the dubbies last year, he would have been a fucking contender for best actor in a drama. Um, he's also he's also Doctor Love in Live, which is fucking hilarious. Um, and he, as well as Saman Goku from Nanbaka.
0: So yeah, Brandon McKinnis uh, is is an amazing actor. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm, I love
2: I'm... him. <laughs> He's adorable. I love him. Um,
0: like, I, I, I loved him adorable. as Izuyo, and I think he does a great job here, and this is such a different role for him, but it it works. It really yeah. does work, and I'm like, there are parts where it could have gone wrong, but he, he does a great job of reining it in and saying, okay, I need to do this at this point, and his changes in when he changes between serious and freak out. Yes.
2: I, th- I, th- I think Kate a fucking spaz. Honestly, he's a spaz. I should know because I can be a spaz. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I know my, I know my kind. Thank you. And Kate is a spaz and Brandon plays it so well. And it's really adorable. And this, this kind of goes back to my earlier thoughts when we were talking about, um, Christian as the director it' it's a risk especially <coughs> excuse me it can be a risk when you're a new director to take someone who has never been a lead role before and put him as that lead and doing that with Brandon here really pays off. It yes really it does paid off. He's really adorable, such a spaz and I enjoy. Every second he's on screen and his interactions, his interactions with, um, his interactions with every other character just seems so natural to him. With probably the most natural interaction being Tosku and Cliff's character. (laughs) Because, <laughs> of course, we love that... Gigi loves that ship. Um, but, yeah, his, is, his interactions with the other characters are very natural-sounding, and I just think him as Cades is so adorable. And I really hope he gets more lead roles. It would be great.
0: I think what really works about him in this role is that he definitely has this camaraderie with the other characters, and, and even when he freaks out, he always comes back to uh, the right thing to say. It's almost like mm-hmm. he's a nerdy version of Joker from Persona 5, where it, instead of being like in control of the situation, he's always freaking out. But at the end of the day, he comes back. He says the thing that people need to hear.
2: Yeah, which is funny because at the beginning of the show, he seemed to be the most he's shown to be. One of the most antisocial and vi- lacks a lot of social skills, so it's very interesting to see him be that insightful. And I think one of the high points is again going back to uh, Gigi's wonderful bridge over here, where he's <laughs> confronting Toscu. That in and of itself is
1: long that was, live the king. <laughs> that, was so
2: that was a really great. That was a really great scene because. Tata doesn't want to join the gaming club because he just wants to play games for fun, not for sport. So his perspective is very interesting. And in the fact that he will still defend the gaming gaming club um, when Tosku just comes in and just tears it apart is it's just a really good scene overall.
0: I, I think what really got me was the entire a lot like that bridge scene was great, but a lot of the episode before it where he's just having fun playing games and he's yeah. reminding Tasuku like how fun it is to play games.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Like that was so great. Um, and, it, and it wasn't just because they, they showcased some of the the, the fighting games that I, I know because they had Persona 5 Arena in there and that was great. Yeah, out of nowhere. Persona <laughs> was, 5. First what? of
1: all, it was Persona 4 Arena Max. Uh,
0: Persona 4 Arena. I'm sorry. I... No, but still, it's
1: like, all of a sudden, hello, Persona, what?
0: And, uh, like,
1: even though I knew that, I'm like, co- shit. Just like this casting, you never saw it coming. Um,
0: oh, and no. the fact That's that he bad. played as Teddy, I'm like, he
1: plays <laughs> as Teddy, doesn't know what he the fuck to do. Teddy. First of all, one, if you're gonna button mash in that game, you fucking play as, uh, what's her nuts, the hot spring girl.
0: Oh, you mean, uh, uh, not Ch- Yukiko? Yukiko, Yukiko.
1: Yeah, not Chie. Fuck. Well, I want to see Chie. Fuck Yukiko, but that's another story. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. That's a good ship. Don't you slut shame me? I'm not slut shaming you.
2: Only Jesus.
1: No, only Jesus can kink shame you. Remember?
2: I thought you were gonna say only only
3: Gigi can can kink kink shame you, and I was like, that is also true.
0: (laughs) Anyway, back back to my thought. Um, (laughs) I, I just love when he's saying like. Everyone wants to win, but, you know, that that's why we play games. But just because you don't win doesn't mean games can't be fun.
2: Right.
0: I love that scene.
2: That was a good moment. That was a really good moment for
0: him. Um, but anyway, Megan, uh, it's it's your turn. Go, go, go.
1: Okay. Um, First of all, before we start, why wasn't Yusuke and Joker a fucking ship route in Persona 5 Atlas? Anyway, back on topic... Um Jesus. I liked Keita. I liked Brandon as Keita a lot because I have not watched 91 Days and now I can't until November because my mom wants to watch it with me and I can't watch it with her on streaming because she doesn't like to sit through the openings he, and it's too much of a pain he, in the he, ass to rewind He's, dope, Fast forward. he's so good as Corteo! He's so good! I'm ga- I've already him. been t- I already know his fate thanks to you and Ari, you two pieces of Quartale, shit.
2: Corteo is a cinnamon roll. He did not deserve that shit. Why? Why? <laughs>
1: I love Corteo. Damn it. Pour one out for Corteo, everybody. Um <laughs> corteo. and then Ezioy is very deep and very masculine. Keita Amino looks like the only thing he could fight was a piece of white bread and the white bread would fucking win. Yes. Um I I really like it cuz I think it's really cute that Brandon does Brandon's really cute in this show, and Brandon is really cute, um, but I really enjoy- <laughs> Yes, it. he is. Uh, He's really cute. Deuce, I really hope you still have the easy Oi keychain I gave you in Detroit before you and Tatum ran into the rave, um, but like, oh yeah, Veruca's still a hoe, um, but I really enjoyed it, and I really hope that he gets to play um, some more leads, because this is proof that he can do- not only a lead voice, but he can also do comedy leads, which is a lot, is a really hard thing to do because if your timing is off or you're not as into the character as it needs to be or if you're a little too over the top, it can ruin it. And I think Brandon really walks that line so well where he doesn't go too, he can go nuts, but he doesn't go too nuts to where the point where you're wondering, well, why why are Bonnie and, what was that movie with Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis
3: Again. Thelma and Louise.
1: Thank you. If you go too hard, you're Thelma and Louiseing yourself off the cliff and into the pit of this is not funny. And if you're not, then you're easy rider where everything is high and communism is and Americanism is bad. But I'm I'm tired and film studies is happening. But uh, I really liked Brandon and I hope to see more from
3: him. Gigi. Gigi,
0: what do you think of this?
3: My Skype call was cutting out. Um, so hello, Brandon. <laughs> Welcome to Ladies Night. We have box wine. Um, so <laughs> what's when? Up? <laughs> what's up? So when the very first episode, when he was doing the narration, I was like, wow. Okay, so he can definitely pull off this leading man thing. And then, stupid Gigi. Thought he was going to be like every other protagonist in anime, sorry, every male protagonist in anime, where he was going to be a boring as shit protagonist. And I am so glad that I was fucking wrong because, other than that narration, everything else that he says is so over the top. And I love it. I love all the different kinds of inflections that he uses. I love how Amino is clueless three thousand percent of the time. Um, I think the most passion, again, obviously, is with Tosku. But I think he has the these inflections and these things in his voice that he uses to basically make every character fall in love with Amino, which is pretty much what this anime is all about. Um, And then um, a lot of screaming. God, I didn't think there would be so much screaming, but it was really cute. (laughs) And I think he's innocent. And he's not screaming because they're making it under the bridge, under the bridge downtown. We'll sing Red Hot Chili Peppers later. But...
1: The only screaming he's doing is whenever uh, what his nuts plunges in.
3: Tasuku. Oh
1: gosh.
3: <laughs> this ship, oh, this ship is still alive. Um, but I really, for his <laughs> first leading role, and because I hadn't heard him in anything other than Nonbaka, because I haven't watched any of those other anime, and I thought he was brilliant in Nonbaka too. But for his first leading role, yeah, with all of the different acting, like legitimate acting that he has to do in this show. Fucking bravo, Brandon McGinnis. I owe you a box of wine, my friend. Yeah. And you are adorable. And that is why this is ladies' night. So thank you for being you and a friend. Thank you. We're done.
2: And now you guys got to go watch 91 Days.
3: I don't like that kind of shit. I don't. I can't. Wait, wait, wait. Does everyone have an accent or do only some people have an accent? It's
1: like American gangstery accent.
3: yeah. As long more as like everyone... Chicago, New
2: York kind of stuff.
3: Okay, I have a Chicago It's not accent. like it's
2: not like you're out of the it's not like you're out of the country.
3: Okay, then fine, it. yeah then but I can watch Nike. But
2: days. it's very prohibit it's very prohibition, like more like, region kind of thing, you know what I mean? But if you have to do it, watch it 91 days for anyone, do it for Brendan, is Corteo. That sweet little cinnamon roll. <laughs> do, it do, pure, do it for Corteo. Ah. <laughs> hashtag
3: do it for Corteo.
1: Hashtag oh, do it for Corteo. How do you spell right. Corteo? I don't know. C O R E T
2: O, I believe.
3: Hashtag my heart will go on for a slash sec- Tatsu
2: uh Brent I, I got to pull up his A again. Hold
1: on.
0: This oh no, fuck. I spelled that wrong. C O
1: R T E O. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> I'm tweet- We're all tweeting this shit right now.
3: Is you legit? Are you fucking tweeting C O R
1: Yes. How do you spell it? C O R T E O.
3: Fucking tag him how you in it. Do it tag that bitch in it
0: <laughs> anyway um, anyway guys let's wrap up we have we have gone through all this uh, magnificent we, we have gone through this magnificent cast of characters um, while there were some problems overall I felt that this dub as a whole was fantastic this is certainly one of the better dubs that I've been a part of Um, Not my favorite show. I still think The Royal Tutor is the favorite one that I've seen for this podcast. But The
2: Royal Tutor is fun. (laughs) The the Royal
0: Tutor is fun. But with that being said, I think all of these actors bring pretty much their A-game. And even though we have problems with a couple of them, I don't think that's a problem of the actors. I think that's a problem of uh, a lot of the things going in from the show. And uh, so, like overall i do have problems with gamers i really wish it was about them actually playing games but when it gets deep and when it gets to these really great moments or when the comedy is on point it really has me going but this is a rarity where the dub actually makes me continue to watch the show even at its worst points because it is that good this is one of my favorite dubs in a long time and I remember the first thing I ever tweeted about this and you can quote me on this this dub is a masterwork
2: I remember you I remember you putting that on Twitter that it was like a master like Nozaki-kun I remember that
0: yes because this was my Nozaki-kun this was one that I saw and regardless of the sub or whatever this dub hit every single point completely right Um, for the most part, and I just, like, I think this is one of those dubs that just simply works. It's not, it's one where all of the characters, um, are are great from the get-go. They don't take time to really get into their roles, they're just there, and I think that's a rarity. It's, you know, I I don't know if I'd compare it to something like Cowboy Bebop, because it's not the same type of show, but I would compare it to Nozaki-kun, where it's something where all of these characters just work from the very beginning. There's no, uh, there's no awkward period in the beginning. And, uh, that, that's, that's what I thought. I think this is a fantastic job. I think this is a fantastic dub. Great job, everyone. Uh, especially, especially, uh, Kristen Maguire and Patrick Seitz, um, for wrangling this together and making it what it is. This is great, but actors, fantastic job. Onto, onto you guys. What, what do you guys think? Who's gonna
1: go first with their
3: final thoughts? I'll
1: go. I guess I'll go first. Okay. Oh, never mind. Never go. Gigi, go. G- no, GG go. Well, first of all, G-
3: can G- I just say, can I just say we're, I'm really glad that we're not doing convenience store boyfriends because that show is boring as shit. Yeah. Um, which would have been the other I lady's haven't choice. I've seen it,
2: but after what you tell me.
3: Uh, no. Two minutes in, asleep. Two minutes in, asleep. I'm sure the dub is really great i don't know i watched it in japanese anyways um that being said uh this is not my kind of show again like with 70 percent of the shows that i watch for dub talk i don't like slice of life and i don't think most comedy is funny um in the japanese this is pretty much just a slice of life comedy and i don't think it's funny however in the vein of Token Ranbu Hanamaru and in the vein of the Royal Tutor, which actually I did end up liking, by the way, um, yeah. the dub makes the show. The dub, the directing, the writing, the acting, in the English, it makes the show. I would not have had as much fun as I did in the second episode if I didn't think the two dudes were banging. Um, and <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face. Like, I just... It's it's not my kind of show, and like I've said a couple of times during this episode, I did start to like nope out a little bit, just because I, I slice a life, romance ish comedies that are supposed to be funny aren't my jam. But the dub kept me going, and if it were not for the dub, I wouldn't have watched it clearly as far as I did. Um, so good job to everyone involved. I don't know if I'll actually finish this anime in a timely manner. Um, maybe it'll get the royal tutor treatment. I don't know. Like where I ended up really liking it when I went back and watched like the last however many episodes. Um, I still haven't seen the last episode, so don't spoil on. Don't spoil it for me. Um, but mm-hmm. you as need of the, f- the last episode, I know I just I've been putting it off because I don't want it to end. <laughs> um, but
0: trust really, me, the royal tutor is worth it, and they need a season two. Oh, they need a well, season two.
2: I, but, I doubt it's happening because the ending is anime, is anime original,
3: unfortunately. The whole it's anime is anime I original. Um, if the no, merch sells well, it might. <laughs> there, there's a manga now. I thought the whole there thing was a There's been a manga. There's
2: been a ma- no. There's been a manga, but the ending of the anime is anime original only. Okay. And it did get the blessing of the manga from them, right?
3: Okay. Um, well. Oh yeah, it made the mangaka cry. Ooh. She like fucking. Okay, balls. don't tell me. Don't tell me because I'm really. I have one episode you left. And I'm saving it. it. it just for just go watch it. Um. But anyway, good go job to later, Kristen, too. Patrick, Brandon, Cliff, uh, Brittany, my wife, uh, Alejandro, my boo, Tia. Howard Wang, you're still awesome. Uh, Marissa Lenti and Don Bennett, thank you for doing what you could to make this show interesting for me for five episodes. You guys are great. The dub is great. I just, this is not my jam.
1: I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go next. Um, I really enjoy the show. I do plan on finishing it as it's actually been one of my favorite anime of the year. I kind of have this tied right now at... Um, number three with another romantic comedy anime because they both make me die laughing. Um, that being, uh, Surrey Dure Children, which make me laugh uncontrollably hard for two different reasons. Um, and I know Andrew and I definitely kind of want to do Surrey Dure Children as a review, but it's gonna be a small undertaking with that cast because it's not as small as this one. Um, even with- I know a lot of people have flaws with the story not being about a game club- but it honestly kind of reminds me about my own university's gaming club, the University of South Florida VGC Go Bulls. Um, I, I mean, we one time ran a land party called the Land Before Time. Um,
2: <laughs> Whoever came up with that name is a fucking genius.
1: Tony was pissed. Tony was like, "God damn it, you guys!" And we're just like, "Land Before Time, Land Before Time." <laughs> but one of the things I, I actually remember was that a lot of the people in the video game club. Um, Two of them, I I don't know if they met there, but I met them there together, and they've actually since gotten married, which is Perry and, um... Oh my god, f- fuck, I forgot her name! Ah, oh, no! Why do I remember Perry's name? Ah! What the fuck is your wife? Your stupid wife's... Your n- wife isn't stupid. Um. What the friggety frag? What the Now it's gonna hell? bug her. Uh, no, I'm literally looking at it, um, where, uh, what the heck is your name? I know their last name is Fisher, that's why. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry. Ah, oh, no, hold on. Jess, Jess and Perry Fisher, like, literally, my friend... He proposed to her at a League of Legends tournament in front of Team Solo mid. Bjergsen's in the background. By the way, yes, I like LOL. Um, But, like, I like that about this show, that it wasn't always about the gaming, because sometimes the biggest game that we all play is life. Her, her, and love is a game. Love is a battlefield. But I enjoy the show, and I really like the dub. I like that the cast isn't all 100% who you'd think it is. I like that there's some actors who have done anime, but maybe not have gotten, like, the spotlight over some other actors. And I really, really think that Chris McGuire deserves all the props she gets for how enjoyable the show is, even if she doesn't see it. Like, girl, people lost their mind when the show was delayed. Like, that's how much they like it. And a lot of them didn't want to cheat and go ahead in the sub. And I think that speaks volumes, especially for a dub that could have easily gotten a lot of flack and a lot of hate for the subject matter it is. Um, so good on you. I can't wait to see what you do in fall. Um, I know it's not good to ask people to cast things, but honey, if you were the Ancient Magus Bride director, I'd fucking cry. Because I think you would do really good at it. So here's to you, Kristen, and I can't wait to see you do more things.
2: (laughs) Okay, so my turn then. Um, so despite my issues with the show and how it was marketed and advertised being misleading is all hell and me wanting to punch some characters in the face because they don't fucking communicate Uh, (laughs) I find the show rather enjoyable it's a lot of fun and the dub in particular as Kristen's directing full-fledged directing debut I think it's a perfect and a solid choice because not only does she and Patrick who's the writer who is the perfect choice to help work on the show with her as a rather seasoned script writer not only did they make a show that was a lot of fun um again despite my problems with some of the writing here and there but they Kristen took some risks on the casting and what she did with the performances and it worked so well giving the lead to someone who hasn't had one yet who has least played sizable roles at this point that being brandon knocks it out of the park, giving other like main character roles to people like Brittany and Cliff and Marissa and Tia. They pretty much knocked it out of the park <laughs> on it. It's despite some of my issues with the show and with the characters, the dub in and of itself is very enjoyable. And I I'm prob- I probably will finish it. I probably won't finish it right away. Um, only because I have, like, 20 other things to do, like uh, finish Suki Gakure for recording tomorrow. Whoops. Uh, yeah. And um, watching another show for Classics episode. And also, God forbid, if Cliff doesn't get on my case about Sick again anytime soon, I'm going to die. You just um, dug your own grave <laughs> right hey, hey,
0: there, Hey, when, when are we reviewing gosick
1: She's sweet, she's you're not even on that episode, Zen. I know. She's, she's I she's am. I, I, <laughs> I like
0: trolling. I will be your Tosku for the evening.
1: Oh, I, be <laughs> I guess Tosku. I can be a gurry because I'm really loud. Oh, Lord, please don't don't lose your voice.
0: We Tosku!
1: We have to record tomorrow, and you're recording another one in like 10 minutes. I'm literally Stump. recording in like five minutes, so. All
2: Stump.
0: right. Anyway, but, anyway, but anyway, children. But
1: anyway,
2: but anyway, but anyway. The show itself, it's not the best thing in the world, because the show itself has its flaws, but the dub makes it so much better. It's a funny show, it has amazing performances, especially from people who you don't normally see them go that route. Like, Brandon, the spazzy, McSpazitron, Cliff, the motherfucking troll master over here, and then you have, like, Marissa as. As a big old nerd, even even smaller characters like Alejandro Saab, who is a motherfucking douchebag, best boy, douchebag gamer, douchebag. It's vague. great to, it's great to see some of these actors branching out and just kind of taking on some roles that you don't normally see. And the fact that Kristen decided to take that risk and do that with this show, she could have easily she could have easily put someone like oh god she could have easily put someone like Josh Greely as Kaita, easily. But she didn't do that, and she decided to take a chance on Brandon. And I think it works out so well with some of these casting choices that she decides to do instead of going against the norm that you you see a lot of these actors going Mm -hmm. with, and it's fantastic. So, in and of itself, go watch the dub of Gamers because it's a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) Alright, children. So we are done with our final thoughts of this dub. Uh, We all had fun. Some problems, but I think we had a good time with this one. Now, before we close us out, why don't you, uh, I'll pimp your pages. Pimp your stuff.
2: Well, first, let's tell them how they can watch gamers.
0: Uh, you can watch gamers on Funimation's website through Funimation Now. It's a very easy, about $5 a month or so, and, uh, uh, the dub is definitely worth it. It is worth your time, um, you can watch subbed episodes if you so choose on Crunchyroll. Um, but I prefer to watch on the Funimation website for the dub because the dub is simply fantastic.
2: And didn't you, I'm sorry, I, I have to bring this up. You've, like, this year, you got a Funimation subscription, right?
0: <laughs> I, I bought uh, a Crunchyroll and a Funimation now subscription. Yeah. Unfortunately... Uh, due to monetary reasons, I had to uh, briefly cancel them, but I will pick them up again. It's just, you know, Yay. student loans are, are not fun. Oh,
2: no, not in the slightest. I had to deal with mine recently for reasons.
0: <laughs> with that being said, yes, Funimation Now and Crunchyroll are worth your time and money, um, even if the Funimation Now player is always kind of messing up on my end. But that's probably my end. Uh, with that being said... Uh, Check those things out. This is definitely worth your time. Funimation now has a whole host of different shows. Crunchyroll has a whole host of other shows. So, yeah, give those a look. All right, now, pip your pages.
1: I guess I'll go first. I got uh, so it. I have the shortest one. Uh, my name is Megan, and you can follow me on Twitter at QueenEra2, where I shitpost post pictures of my cat and am generally a douchebag who will do it for Corrado. Um, <laughs> Corteo! Corteo! Corteo, fuck. Corteo, um, you fucked and, up. And yeah, you can also uh, hang out with me on the Funimation Discord where I'm one of the moderators. Um, come join us. We have a great time. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really great guys there. And you can also see me uh, in your dreams if you're into that shit. <laughs> Whoa, no, okay. you can also... not. No, I'm kidding. That's but you can me. also find me on the Summoner's Rift of League of Legends under the name Puella Magi. Um, if you're into that, and you might run into me on Overwatch as Magneto. Uh,
2: my name is Stephanie, a.k.a. Lilac. You can follow me on Twitter, at Lilac I mean Review. Review being spelled R-E-V-U-E, where I basically tweet about my daily life and complain about things, because I live near Boston. I have a filthy Boston, mouth. Massachusetts. I swear, I swear oh. on a constant basis. It's very bad. 9 times out of 10 when it comes to this podcast, it's because that motherfucker Megan over there cuz she swears and it brings it out of me too. But um yeah, you can follow me on Twitter for any of hey, my Hey baby. Oh, oh god damn it. No, stay away from me. Uh but you can follow me on Twitter for any of I'm
1: my... hurt. I'm not that bad.
2: <laughs> I don't swing that way. How many times do I have to say it? I'M NOT HITTING ON YOU!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dear... Far... Your hearts will go on.
2: <laughs> Forever you are- No.
3: You guys oh, get the drunk- Just yeah. kiss already. Just make out!
1: I'm done. No! With
3: it.
2: No! I gotta leave that for Keita and, uh, a Atasku over there. I gotta stay with that ship over there, okay? I'm done. <laughs>
3: You're done. Well, my name is Gigi. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at Anime Palooza. I just hit 1,000 subscribers. Gigi, will you finally. make out with me? Super happy.
0: Congratulations, Woo! Gigi.
3: Thank you. And uh, what do I do? I talk about shoujo trash. I complain about anime strike a lot, but not as much as other people that I know. Um, and I get really mad when bishi shows don't come out in legal ways that i can watch them i also retweet a lot of fan art so if anybody would like to draw some amano tosku and send it in my direction and also come up with a really cute pairing name and start to hashtag it send it my way also todoroki bakugo i'll rt the shit out of that
0: so that's me <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yay, Bakuka
0: And I have a lot of stuff to Ooh. pimp. Unfortunately, I do a lot of things. Like you I,
1: do too much things.
2: I Stop do. It. I
0: do all of the things. Um, on my main channel, which is uh, YouTube.com/slash/ZenithWillReview, spelled R-E-V-I-E-W. <laughs> uh, Out of
2: actual correct way. Uh, <laughs> I hate it when you do that just to spite <laughs> me. you <laughs> asshole!
0: Um, I, on my main channel, I have a few different things. First of all, I have. My own podcast, it's called The Disney Debate, where uh, me and two of my friends, Kat McBerry and uh, Eric Y2Staller, we talk about um, Disney movies. Uh, we also have a DuckTales podcast that uh, we're going through each episode of the new DuckTales show as it comes out. Um, I have uh, a show where we talk uh, talk about gaming, like Zen Gaming, we talk about movies. Uh, I do a lot of the stuff on my main channel, and uh, I just hit 16,000 subscribers, so it, it's that trains are rolling. But I also have another channel. Um, I just started a dedicated Let's Play channel. Uh, if you search Zen Plays uh you will see my channel. It has uh, only 13 episodes now, but uh, there's quite a bit epic stuff going on there. I'm actually starting a storyline with this Let's Play channel. Um, quite a few people have already, uh, been a part of it. Megami33 just recently was on the latest episode. Um, Malcolm from Nostalgia Critic was on the episode before that. So I have some interesting people showing up with that. But I also do more, uh, in addition to my Let's Play channel where I voice act and, and other stuff. Uh, I have, uh, streaming. I stream regularly, at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash zenithwillrule. Uh, With all that being said, I do a lot of stuff. You know, check it out at your leisure. Uh, In any case... You do too much stuff. I do too much stuff. Um, (laughs) Check any of that stuff out. I put out generally four videos a week between those. If you want to, you know, track those down in one place, I post everything to my Twitter at ZenithWillRule or my Patreon. Uh, with all that being said, uh, thank you guys for watching this episode of the Dub Talk podcast. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for letting, letting me host this episode. This has been a lot of fun. So, uh, go out. Where
3: can you, where can you follow Dub Talk? What's that? Yeah.
0: You can Good follow much. Dub Talk in many different places. It's funny you Thank ask. Thank you. Uh, we have a Twitter. Uh, it's called at Dub Talk Podcast. It is quite awesome. A lot of the uh, voice actors who watch the show are friends with us and, and interact with us. Shout out to uh, you know all the people who uh, watch this show. Thank you so much for interacting with us and uh, making this fun. Uh, you can also check us out. I believe we have a Tumblr we we have a tumblr we have a twitter um our youtube channel which you're watching right now but in case you're not watching it um we are at uh lilac anime r-e-v-u-e with all incorrect (laughs) no our channel is
2: literally just called the podcast yeah i changed i changed i got the url changed a while ago so thank god because that would have made things so confusing (laughs)
0: Okay, okay, so... It, the, so it
2: is Dub Talk, or Dub Talk Podcast, one of the two. Dub Talk,
0: So, know. yeah, look up Dub Talk Podcast, and you will find, you will find the the podcast with the most... With all that being said, we're on a lot of places, we're everywhere, all of our different members do various different stuff, so why not check that out, you know? Give us a watch, see what you we think. We love you. You may be pleasant surprised, we love you all. In any case... I'm Zenith Rule on my friends.
3: Good night, Bye. guys. Love your faces. Ne- Somebody? Somebody's. Not again. King away. Not not away. Set, set, set an open, an open course, course, course for the emergencies,
1: vir- <laughs> Which are in Domino's pants for Tatsu. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. I